Okay, grand evening, guys. Good evening. Welcome to Shake the Room. If this is the first time that you've been in the building, then thank you so much for joining us. Shake the Room is about being unapologetic about who you are, speaking your opinion, and taking up space, like literally been able to take up space. So normally I give you tips and strategies on how we can take up space and what that looks like. But today and last week, we have had some men in the room. And I feel like it's important because it's one thing to raise up women or men individually, but I feel like if we really want to make an impact, if we really want to make a difference, we have to come together and we have to start to communicate and understand each other. Um, so this today is what the conversation is going to be about. We're going to be talking um, parenthood, relationships. Um, what else do y'all want to know about healing, growth, goals? whatever i've got a box load of questions i'm going to start with some questions i'm going to introduce my guests and then as the conversation continues we you will get a chance to come up to the stage and you can enjoy the conversation and actually speak up so are y'all ready don't be shy don't be shy <laughs> by the way it's your girl tanya coach t and my guest today is Yes, myself, Mr. Leon Burke. Nice to meet you all. Mr. Leon Burke is in the building. So we're going to get straight into it. We're not even going to waste no time. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm going to ask Leon a question that I ask everybody. Actually, Leon, just introduce yourself. Hi, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, first of all, T, thank you very much. You're welcome. For the invitation. Um, yeah, just very much appreciate the opportunity to come and share in conversation and discourse with your people. Hopefully your people will now be my people and we can all share, yes. we can all grow, and we can all learn and we can all teach. Um, so yes, as I said previously, my name's Leon Burke, uh, father of three. And yeah, any questions you guys have got, fire away, please. So many things on my mind that I'd love to discuss and hopefully you guys have got some really interesting questions for us. We're ready. So you guys know everything I do comes under the title being raw. Why raw? Because I just believe in no filters. And I believe that the best thing we could ever be is ourselves, whatever that looks like in whatever capacity. And um, I do a lot of coaching, in particularly for women, so that they can be their truest self. Sometimes this world has a way of making us believe we're less than we are, or we walk around wearing titles and filters, literally, literally. I'm not just talking about social on social media. I mean, literally. So there's going to be no filters in this room today. Y'all know I have one rule. And the rule number one is to be hot, honest, open, and transparent. And that's what we're feeling to do in here today. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, Mr. Leon, I'm going to ask you a question, which I ask everybody. Like, whenever I'm coaching, I always ask this. Who are you? Who am I? Again, like I said, I'm a father of two. I feel like being a parent is something that very, very clearly defines who I am. Um, I'm a son, again, which is also very, very important to me, very, very clearly defines who I am. Um, and I think I'm someone who I consider myself to be relatively spiritual, mm. you know? I like to to come into myself to to find answers and look inside myself for, for healing. Um, also, reaching out to people such as yourself, 
I was just about to say that's why we vibing it because y'all know I believe in internal healing all day, every day. Yeah, that's my vibe. And to be and to be perfectly honest, I think that's something that has come with time, mm-hmm. kind of realizing actually, rather than looking outward for for healing uh, or for reparation, I kind of look from within. Yeah, yeah. And I've learned to kind of feed myself, feed my own spirit, feed my feed my own soul, um, and hopefully that that will make me grow. Love that. So. It's interesting because when I ask women this question, right, I don't let them answer with any titles. So you can't be father, you can't be son. Do you see what I mean? Because what I feel like is we, that's what we live up to. Mm. Do you understand? We Mm. live up to being a mother. We live up to being a woman. We live up to being a son. But actually, before all of that stuff, we're a whole person, like a whole being. So I'm asking the question again. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who are you? Do it, do it. So um, I'm spiritual. Mm-hmm. I'm a lover. You see, here, here we go, girls. Now y'all getting ready. You're getting ready. I'm a friend. <laughs> I'm a confidant. I'm all of the above. And and to be fair to you, I mean, it's a journey, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I'm I'm on a journey. So even being here, having this conversation with you right now mm-hmm. it's very much me kind of on that road towards where i feel i'm heading in terms of expanding myself i talked about my inward journey right. now it's time for me to kind of explore certain things in life outwardly and see where i can kind of share what i've learned and also learn from others so you know that's why i'm here okay so for me i still had some titles by the way okay i'm trying but yeah but that's good but one thing i was going to say is mm-hmm. so for example, I coach X amount of women a week, right? And we've got women who are now saying, you know, I'm apologetic, I'm magical. I walk into rooms and the light, the room lights up because I step in. Okay, well, you know, when I, I take up space wherever I go. Right, right, right. Okay. So now when we've got women vibrating at this level, because remember, we didn't have permission to do that before. We had to walk in and be silent. Do you understand? We had to tiptoe around certain places because of the way that like the patriarch system is because of maybe the color of our skin because of maybe how we wore our hair right so now it kind of feels like we're leveling up right sorry when we say leveling up yeah yeah let's go where's the level the level has no cap for me and is that is that is that level is that like gender based or right so this is my question okay so my thing is this, and I'm just speaking on behalf of a lot of women in the room. Talking, speaking. So if they now feel like I'm leveling up, I've got confidence. Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a woman, right? So I'm I'm creative in my essence. I'm nurturing in my natural being. Now, in my experience, some women are losing that femininity, right? And we're now portrayed as very masculine. Uh-huh. But what if we don't think it's masculine, but now we just have to be strong because we weren't allowed in the positions that we're now in. And some of the positions that we're in, they're male, like, dominated, right? So we can't be our true essence. We kind of need to be who we are with a bit of a punch. And I feel like... Can I pause you for a minute? Yeah, yeah. Are we talking about women per se, or are we talking about a certain persuasion of women? We're just talking about women in general for now. Why do you feel like there's a certain group well, of mean, women? Well, from my experience, mm-hmm. like be it being a black male, right? Um, and my my company being mainly frequented by black females. I know this is a conversation that I've had with friends and families 
many times before. And also, I guess, from my own observations mm-hmm. growing up, seeing how black women in family carry themselves sometimes as mom, as dad, as right. brother, as sister. Um, but so I was interested whether or not, like I said, it was, it was defined right. to a specific... Um, not really, not necessarily define it to a specific right now, okay. but just because for this for this minute, mm-hmm. I want to just talk about it generally. Okay. However, I do think the conversation can change for a particular type of woman, and for instance, a black woman, because I feel that we are shut down wherever we go. So my question was, yeah. we don't want to be shut down when we come home, but it's not so easy to take that off. Do you understand? So as soon as I walk into that door, yes, I'm mum. I've got to make sure the food is cooked. I've got to make sure the house is clean. I might be wife. I might be girlfriend. I've got to make sure he's taken care of. Oh, and oops, uh-huh, there's me. There's oh, but, me. Oh, oh, but do you? Or is that just how you feel? Mm. Ah! What do you mean? <laughs> no, but do you? No, no, I have to. And, I, and that's no, the thing. No, but, no, no, no. But do you have to for, for you? Or is that because society says or is that because your husband says because i feel like i have to because you know because do you want to yes and you want to yes that's a different conversation entirely right but what i'm trying to say is when we have that kind of power so i might see it as power i might see it as strength i might see it as authenticity if you like but i don't feel like men understand that why is that listen i don't i'm not here um pretending to be able to speak on behalf of all men you just talk on behalf of you on, on behalf of, of myself i would say on a personal level mm-hmm. um you know my thoughts are to the contrary actually um i grew up in a household with a single parent so i've seen my mum work two three jobs like i said be mum be dad be everything possible but also from my perspective be true to herself, like find right. time to be true to herself, find time for friends, find time for personal development, find time for love. Yes. So let me ask you, do you respect that? 110%. Listen, you know, my wife um, is a very high achieving woman. And I'm, I'm very proud to say that. It doesn't make me feel emasculated in any way. It mm. makes me feel empowered. It doesn't take away from who I am. It Say that louder for the ones in the back who might miss I'm it. I'm saying it does not take away from who I am. Can I ask you a question just on that point? Please. Has it always been that way? Probably not, if I'm truthful. I think um, as a man, when, when we're talking about kind of like social paradigms, I feel like as a man growing up, you do feel as if there's a responsibility to be a provider, right? to be a lover, to be a father, all these things that do sometimes disseminate and come down and feel like pressure, mm. right? I think sometimes we handle those things differently depending on our upbringing, depending on the environment we were kind of raised so did in. Did you feel that? I 100% did feel that. And how did you handle it? With great difficulty. And in, in truth, <laughs> no, that's the truth, that's the truth. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie here. <laughs> but, but this is, right, so now as a woman, mm-hmm. I might be with a guy and me personally, I can only speak for me. When I I don't believe that my partner has to provide, has to lead. I don't I don't necessarily believe that that is how it has to be, right? However, I do feel like he needs to protect me, right? How does that look though? As in, 
I got a bag of insecurities, a bag of them. Okay. Now, if I talk to you about these insecurities, mm-hmm. when we're having an argument, you don't be telling me why didn't I go to the gym. You don't, you don't, you don't say that to me. So you mean like if we're having a question like, oh babe, do you like this dress? You don't talk about the roles that I don't like. You don't talk about the time. And that's another thing. I feel like maybe y'all think that's encouraging, do you? No, but you're saying don't be honest then. No, what I'm saying is there's a way to say things. Okay, so don't, and, so don't just say, boy, that dress not fit to you. No. <laughs> or wear your size. No! Your size. Oh, sorry. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> no, no, I don't like that. No, that's going to cut, no, I don't like it. No, I don't like okay. that, okay? I want you to be able to talk to me, all right? But I want you to be able to talk to me nice. Okay. Do you see what I'm trying to say? So my thing is, I don't want you to lie either, okay. but you don't say to her, hmm... Nah, that's not, you know, that's not the one. If she's insecure about that. Sure. However, I might not have insecurities. Another person might not have insecurities about their body. So if they just say to you, uh, like, do you think this dress looks nice? And you're just like, no, that's not, doesn't suit you. They're not taking it the same way as someone who's got insecurities about their bodies. And sometimes I feel like those messages are miscommunicated. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Because again, like you just said, you want to be honest. I want you to be honest with me. But... But major B U T. I don't like the word but. But how do we get past that communication? Because it's the same way. Like if I walk in, I see you under pressure. There have been times where I've been dating guys or been with a guy, and again, I know he cannot financially provide for me. I know. Do you understand? And I don't want to make him feel like less of a man. So I don't ask certain things. Do you see what I'm trying to say? I might do the thing where it's like, you know, that job you're at. You know that you can do better, yeah, right? Uh, yeah. And how does that make you feel? It depends again. We're talking about right. we're talking about delivery. Okay. So it depends on whether you feel there's trust in your relationship, whether mm-hmm. you guys are, are, are kind of rowing the boat in the same direction. Because for me, as an example, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my my wife earns the kind of money that's like double. Right. What I earn. Does that make sense? Love that. But in my household. That doesn't diminish me. That doesn't make me any less of a man or f- make me feel any less of, of, of a man because I feel like in terms of my contribution, mm. like it far outweighs any paycheck. And she, in turn, how in terms of how we communicate and how she treats me and how we work together, it's perfect. It works perfectly. Like finances don't come, money doesn't come up as being an issue. She, she's not going to put that in my face to make me feel away. Right, um, so you have an understanding. Of course. And has it... How did you get to that place? For me, personally, mm. it was very much working on how I feel about certain things. So let me give you an example. For me, finances was never something I liked to, to discuss right. in a relationship. Um, and it was because I think in my upbringing, sometimes finances not always being around. Mm. I, When I would see people with things, so as an example, I, always, I might think, ah, oh, I wish I was in that position. Or how am I going to get myself to that place when I can afford to do these sorts of things? Mm. So when you then get into a relationship now and you're working, you got to go from me, 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 me. Right. To us. Right. And this is right. So now I feel like we're living in a culture. Mm-hmm. Same thing for me. I teach this. I teach it's about you, you, you. Right. Everything is a reflection of you, right? But that's not me saying that we can't connect. That's not me saying we can't have a relationship. But what I recognize is sometimes that shift from knowing this is what I'm good at, this isn't what I'm great at. Sure. You know, this is what I'm powerful at, this is where I need work. Mm-hmm. Just if you don't have a relationship with self, I don't feel like you can communicate that. Oh, 100%. And I think that 
my my life uh, and my development is testament mm. to that because you know throughout the years there's so many things like I said I, I go back to finances I would never really talk to my partner now wife about finances previously if she wanted money for something mm. I'd say how much now this is the thing I feel like a lot of the women are screaming I can't hear them but they're screaming I'm screaming because memes yeah have got us feeling like we're too grown mm -hmm. to go into a relationship right now and not talk about finances. Oh, because later down the line, it's problematic. It's Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying it's essential now? It's key. Right, tell me why. Because I've got your mindset. Yeah. I do not want to ever make a man feel like he's amazing because he's in a certain bracket or he's not amazing because he's not in that bracket. I'm very comfortable earning more than a guy. I'm comfortable with them earning more than me. It doesn't really matter. But I recognise that I'm not willing to have that conversation. And it's difficult. It is hard. And like I said, I, I went from it being a conversation I wouldn't have because even though I'm in a relationship, mm. I feel like, no, I need to keep something for me. I've got right. having for me. So why now I'm in this relationship and you want to know what I'm bringing in. Why do I need to give? Why do I need to give that? Like, as long as you wow. give, is it, is it £800? Okay, so the £800, they're not asking no question. I don't feel like I want to, you know, I didn't feel like that full transparency needed to be there. As long as you have what you need, mm. well, she'd be like, babe, why don't you ever talk about this? Or why can't we have open conversations about it? And I realised it's my own insecurities. And is her, would you say, her financial upbringing was different to yours? In a way, mindset in a way, yes, because my financial upbringing was my mum would work two or three jobs, right? Sometimes working night shift, and me from when I was a young child, I'll be at home sometimes on my own, mm -hmm. so that's cooking, cleaning, make sure that certain things in the house are maintained mm -hmm. while my mum's out working. And I know how hard she used to work for money, so my mindset with, with finances, and when I get it, right, I'm gonna try to save it, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna be diligent with it my wife's upbringing was a little different in that sense mm -hmm. not saying that they didn't have like financial woes and that those these things weren't difficulties they weren't yeah it weren't tough but they were a lot more like we'll go on holiday right we'll go and do these nice things and we'll spend our money where you was safe i was a little bit more like safe for a rainy day because you don't know when you're not going to have it right i was a little bit like well sunday dinners has to stretch right back to sunday <laughs> you know the way that right so for me personally I would call that a lack mindset. Okay. Because it's like, what rainy day are we saving for? Okay. And there's a mindset that kind of develops like, well, never have enough. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to yeah. say? Whereas if you're working and you're getting money, yes, I believe you should save. Yes, I believe you should have cash flow. But I also now believe we're at an age where we should be investing, right? Because if we're not investing, we're not going to have enough for the generations to come. But let, but let's be, but let's we forget some of these principles. I've taught now. Okay, and these things are, are they've been handed down. So when you're talking about how you feel about finances, yes, you know, our grandparents when they came here, now they, they didn't, they weren't frivolous mm. with, with money. They came here, and you know, my granddad worked in uh, at the Goodyear tire factory, right? Yeah, and if you ever see his house, those guys didn't earn a lot of money at mm. that time, but it's what they did with their money. I was just about to it's, say that. Where I'm coming from. So if you see my granddad's house and and the environment, they they have now cultivated for themselves and for their children, it's absolutely out of this world. So I've always had that mindset that before I spend it, I'm going to build something like that. Right, so there you go. That's the invested mindset, mm -hmm. build. So you're not just saving because, oh my gosh, we can't. You're mm -hmm. saving to put it into something else. Yeah. Now, okay, I've, I want to single, like, single you out, right, mm -hmm. as a guy with that mindset right mm -hmm. now. 
I feel that some of the questions we've been asked, men are not having that mindset. Okay. Men are, you see the bar that I was talking about, we're pushing the bar now, we're saying, look, we're in these rooms, and you know what, whether you tell us yes or no, we're taking up space, you understand? Let's do it. We're coming in, let's do it. But we're making men feel less than a man, and it's all right for you, I guess, I'm not, not the rude thing, because you're married, right? Okay. So, so it's cool. Just... No, I know, sorry, that was a bit. <laughs> but for us, it's like, I want to really try to kind of get to the point of when you overcame that gap of being like, I'm okay with her earning more than me. I'm okay with her pushing her weight and letting her be her and it not taking away from me because I feel that that's where women start to dim their light because we love these men. Do you understand? We want to nurture these men. We want to build with these men, but we are aware there's parts of us that are broken and we kind of want them to help us get through it as much as we're willing to help you. But what we don't want is a project. Okay. Yeah. Hey, ten-year ten plan. Yeah, we don't want like you understand. We 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 want we want results. We want progress now. And I think that when we're not willing to have this type of conversation and we're just dating, and let's face it, most people don't date. We are having two two things. Oh, he's nice. Oh, let me chat to him. Next thing, we're in bed, and before mm-hmm. you know it, we're in the same house, and before you know it, our mindsets are completely different. How do we get in? Right. So how do you stay on the same page as your wife? when you're both growing. Because one thing that I'm particularly scared about in marriage is I'm scared to outgrow that person uh, or that person outgrow me. And now we're down divorce lane. And I can tell you this like, for nothing, free. Mm-hmm. It's very easily done. I get it. Very easily done. I feel like you probably heard this a million and one times before, mm-hmm. right? But when they say communication is the key, communication is the key for me personally it was becoming comfortable enough to open up and not to feel threatened yeah by my wife not to feel as if i'm kind of being set up to feel because sometimes as a man you kind of feel as if you're being set up to feel like you come into an environment you come into a situation and you might have got there on your looks so she likes you, she finds you attractive, oh. you get in the door, yeah, I met this guy. Boy. And if you're like me, you're fully no. getting in the new looks. All right, you see what I'm saying? You see it? I'm sorry. No, but you see it. No, but it's look and mindset, but you no, completely you, don't. But before you get to the mindset. It's looks, 100%. Okay. So when, I, when my foot's in the door, mm. yeah, or you look out and say, oh, why am I driving now? Okay, <laughs> all right, okay. So, I'm not that part. No, I'm not saying you. Yeah, yeah, I'm but saying, get it. Mm-hmm. For most people, that's a couple of boxes already ticked. Right, which is mad. But then you see, by the time I step in the door, mm. that's too late. Like, where's mm. my slippers? I'm comfortable now. Right, right. And now you're in a situation where because you haven't set your own boundaries. Ah, don't, don't come for me. No, but it's just, <laughs> you, I'm looking at you and I'm, I'm speaking to, to you. No, but no, but this is no, I'm glad you brought up that point mm-hmm. because we don't have boundaries. Mm-hmm. And then when there's no boundaries set, we have problems, right? But we recognize we didn't communicate in the beginning what we was expecting. We didn't communicate what this was even gonna become. So now it's like, we're down problem avenue and we're thinking he doesn't respect me. He doesn't value me. And maybe he don't, maybe he don't. And oh it's, shit. No, but here's the thing, here's the thing. Tell us. So I work with young people. Mm-hmm. Yeah? When I work with young people who are trying to develop relationships or they've maybe been in difficult relationships, that could be friendships mm. or romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. What do you think the first thing I sit with them and do is? Talk about their value system. 101%. I'm, oh. saying, I'm, I'm like, what are your rules and boundaries? 
Right. What are your rules and boundaries? Anyone that you decide you're going to interact with mm-hmm. on any level, they need to make that. sure that they are clear on what your boundaries are before you inveigle yourself in any situation. It's very simple. Because when you're tangled, see that word comes up. Mm-hmm. Entangled, man. Listen, when you're entangled. <laughs> Let me just get the DJ about entangled real quick. Listen, I'm t- guys listen should i just say something though i'm playing devil's advocate a bit because of clear of course i'm gonna encourage people to have boundaries but guess what i think men are great manipulators i'm gonna call it what it is i think i can identify that because i'm a great manipulator right so if i tell you my boundaries guess what what's that if you want Nookie, or you want to say you had me, or you want an experience with me, all you got to do is listen for six months to a year, yeah, right? Write it up. And guess what? My little sweet little heart, oh, he's so cute. He opened the door for me. Oh, he rings me every morning. Oh my God, he looks out for my kids. Whatever it is that I'm in need of, you feel me? Yeah, mommy, I'm Right, all you got to do is fulfill <laughs> the need. And then guess what happens? After a year, you can't keep up that act anymore. So, right, so my thing is this, when we're dating, we're never ourselves, let's admit it. That's the truth. We're showing up as our best self, right? So now you might, I might even be in a relationship with the guy three years, it could be long distance, it could be his at his house, I'm at my house. <laughs> the minute we move in, it's problematic. Because uh-huh. now the mask, you can't hide them. You, you can't pretend. So in marriage, that's already a commitment that you've made, right? Yeah. How do you go about those things when, were you guys, did you move in before you were married? Yeah, um, yeah, we did, we did. So um, originally, yeah, I moved to the area when I was 23. Mm-hmm. Um, we moved in together and then, yeah, 18 months later, we were engaged. Um, and it sounds like a bit of a, a whirlwind, but we've been dating for a good seven or eight years what actually made you ask the question? Because this is another thing which my women are asking. We're giving 10 years, bro, yeah? Three children, all right? Or four children. Mm-hmm. No ring ain't coming on our thing. Or oh, wait, wait, they'll give us the ring to shut us up. <coughs> Not calling any names of anybody in the room, but they'll give us the ring to shut us up, but well, they ain't walking down the aisle. No, no, you've got the world's longest engagement. Right, so, so, so what it's made it's you... Right. Why, what made you take action? Because I'm not going to lie, I've been engaged twice. The same guy is here. <laughs> I didn't make it down the aisle. I'm no, not going to lie. The t- to be fair, the first time I ran, I legit ran, slammed the door, ran. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, I'm not about that. No, no. Second time I was running my mouth in it. You can't tell me nothing because I'm not your wife. You can't tell me. You don't even value me. So there, yeah. And he was literally like, there you go. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And then that was it. It was just real toxic. But now looking back, I recognize that was fear. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent fear. Yeah. Not because love was lost, not because I didn't value you, not because I wasn't willing to commit. I was scared because to me, marriage is a long-term commitment. Sure. And I feel like we were young. Do you understand? So now I'm older, apparently. I'm a bit mature, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so my view is completely different. But obviously you pushed past that. Sure. So what made you say, this is the woman I'm committing, and I'm not just putting a ring on her finger, but I'm I'm doing this. Do you know what? That's such a good question because I think prior to being in a long-term relationship, uh, as will probably be the case with a lot of guys in the room and, and a lot of 
females in the room in terms of their, their partners or their ex-partners, you know, I was running up and down all over the place. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tea time. So you was a dirty boy. I was. No, so 100%, 100%. When you, okay. When you first got with her, was you still with your dirty ways? No. Oh, you'd fix that by no. then? Okay, so tell me. No. you got, you got to go back. you got to tell no, us. No, no, so. Where was the changing point? Okay, I'm going to tell you the changing point. So the changing point for me, I'm there, like I said, I'm running around. And for me, like, I'm of Caribbean descent. Mm-hmm. Right? So when you grow up, it's gonna blame it on you Caribbean people. Y'all hear it? So you blame it on you. <laughs> no, jokes aside, no, seriously though. But you know, you grow up in an environment, right? Mm. Where if it's not the music, come on, it's the films, come on, it's your uncles, it's 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 whoever. All the so a lot of the male role models I was around, they always used to make sure that they keep yes. holy for girl. Like one was never enough. Does that make sense? Right. So when you grow up in an environment where Every other tune is telling you about, you know, you got more than three gal and this, that, and the other. And right. You're celebrated. It just doesn't make sense. You're said so. In terms of a man's ego, yeah. I used to equate how I feel about me based on them. Based on them. So come, God, ladies, do you hear me? the tea? So wait, what you're saying is because yeah. this is a good point. So we always talk about ego and coaching, right? Yeah. And we we kind of work on trying to shut our ego down, but ego is so necessary because it helps you balance right it, it's that dividing point i know they're coming up oh they want to come up they want to come up you ready for a question 100%, man. Let's do it. oh somebody's gone Irie, if you want to come back up let me know mm-hmm. so this is my thing so i think it's sad i still see grown men very egotistical they haven't found that balance yet and this modeling you work with one young children you know what it is right so you're building your image around whatever right and a lot of things i think particularly with the black culture falls to in more the black caribbean than the black african it's everything is glorified everything so what then made you shift because i think sometimes some of us are dating guys that are still in <laughs> that transition oh, yeah. but they're not aware of it no. do you understand and we're not aware of it so or we might be aware of it but for whatever reason maybe the d's good so we're still lying down with them yeah. but we're waking up and cussing to our girls sure, right sure. that they're this and they're that and we need a better type of men but we're still involved in them same situation sure. so there comes a point that when we walk ooh, and then we've got the audacity to say that it was toxic as if we weren't accepting that for ourselves and not only that you were part of it ah oh, shit that's what do you mean what do you mean? Well, you I'm, keep laughing in the kitchen. Well, I'm like, I'm like you, you, you know, you, you stay in the situation. Yeah, potentially you don't set your boundaries beforehand. Mm-hmm. You got. The oh, I fell oh, in no. love. You were so nice to me. I yes, fell in love, and you, you, you promised me the world. And I've been a hard girl. I've been a hard girl. I've been no one can't chat to me. So now you're on the right path. I, I, I got to surrender at some point. Choice and consequences. <laughs> And you, and you, you made a choice, isn't it? Choices and consequences. It's as, true. As, We've got to take responsibility. Accountability and responsibility are, 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 are super key. For me personally, um, I think what kind of made me stop mm. and decide I need to settle down. But there were two two factors. Right. So as I already explained, I grew up in a single mother environment. Mm-hmm. I had a dad that was around, but was very his, his involvement was sparse, sporadic. Right. So he was in and out as he saw fit mm-hmm. um and in terms of my self-esteem i think that was something that knocked me right come on come knocked on me. yeah in a big way so would you way. would you say when you was living that kind of life yeah that you had minimal self-esteem low as low as like right. it's, and listen and i'll tell you one thing i'll tell you one thing 
You see what you see outwardly, mm. the mask, the facade is just that. Because that, I want to give that to women. Sure. I feel that certain times we're dating the guy that looks good. But I'm not just talking about physically look good. The guy that looks like he's got his life together. Sure. The guy that looks like he's on his bag. Mm -hmm. The guy that looks like yeah. he's doing looks. Yeah. Do you understand? But then they're like an empty, you know, the empty bar make the most noise. It's a movie. Right. And the thing with that is we think they're confident. Do you understand? I... I think that I learned that very early that people who appear to be confident are battling self-esteem. And this is where my problem is right now, hence why I've opened my network to men, is I feel that women and men were still a product of that low self-esteem. We've just learned to mask it. So whether our job gives us value, whether being a mum gives us value, hence why going back to the beginning, I'm like, who are we without those titles? Because actually what I've realised in being a mum is people on here are not going to believe me because I talk, but I'm naturally a very shy person. I do not like, if there's people in the room, I'm not walking in. I need to be there early. Do you see what I mean? I don't, I will talk to who I'm good with, but I'm really, mm, yeah, it's just not my thing, right? But, and I'm very internal. Like I like to spend time by myself. I like to be by myself. So I've got two kids. And especially in lockdown, I realised like, oh my God, I've actually got to talk to people. <laughs> Like I've actually got to communicate. Like I've actually got to come out of my bedroom. And some people don't understand that because you're a mum. Do you understand? Yeah. Because you're a dad. But naturally, I'm good by myself. Yeah. And that's not got, it doesn't matter. With my partner, I need time by myself. That's Do you understand? Great, I feel like I feel like that's a that's a great place to be because even me in in marriage, like 13 years of marriage, mm. 20 years together. I still love me time. Right. I still require that time, mm. as does she. So it works to be so we give each other that space when, when it's necessary. Right. Even with three children, we give ourselves that space to have that time. So I feel that's really important. But I don't want to skirt over the point yeah, that we were making previously. Again, for me, as I said, my dad, and I'm sure a lot of people were identify with this, mm. was a man with five children. Three different baby mothers mm -hmm. had friends at, at the age of 21 who were in a very similar situation. I looked around and I said, All this ego, mm. all this boastiness, this is going to get you there. Right. Like, this is going to get you in a place where financially you're struggling because you're paying X amount of child support for mm -hmm. this child, that child, this child. Emotionally, it's very taxing. Right. Um, your children, one child here, one child there. You maybe not get along with your your child's mum, so you're not seeing your kids. That's emotionally taxing. Right. I decided personally that wasn't going to be for me, and I made a decision. Um, and so, would you? Would it be fair to, fair to say you came to that realization by yourself? One hundred and ten percent through observation of your surroundings and experience. So, before I met my current wife, right, my girlfriend. At the time, she was pregnant with my first child. Come on. And no disrespect to her in any way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. She's been a fantastic mother um, to my daughter. But I knew it wasn't for me long term. I knew that wasn't, what, that wasn't going to be my home. That wasn't going to be where I felt most comfortable. Right. So I was like, well, I'm going to be here for my, for my child. We're going to, you know, we're going to put in on the child. We're gonna, I'm going to make sure I'm around mm -hmm. as I have been but I know you're not going to be for me long-term. So, wow. so what happens if I make that choice, then I still decide I'm going to run around. Before I'm 
21, I'm, I'm looking, some of my friends are 21 and three kids. I'm that same guy. And I said, no, yeah. simple. I put my foot down and I said, look, no matter what, I have to change. Things have to change. And like I said, I looked at the way my father has conducted himself. And I'm not saying I don't love my dad, you know, mm. that's another topic we'd probably get onto maybe at some stage. I mm-hmm. do. But I decided those choices he made were not for you. I wasn't going to make the same choices. And just on that point, so when you decided to, I guess, not be with your first child's mother, mm-hmm. how was the relationship with you two as parents and also you as a father? Again, super difficult mm. because, and this is just me being in the situation with having the one child. Imagine if you're in that situation and you got three right. with different moms. But my, my experience was, yes, we're not going to be together, but as a mother, you're a mother you'd appreciate you have a child with somebody, much mm. less your first child, mm-hmm. your feelings, your hormones, all the mm-hmm. things that are going on mm. that you're trying to balance, which I, as a young 17-year-old male, I don't understand those Damn, things. Damn, you was young, son. You know, you know how to read a book? You know, why am I reading a book? <laughs> I learned now. I learned now. Too late. No, never too late. But like I said, look, I didn't realise the impact. And sometimes as men, we do not always realise the impact we are having. Say it louder for the ones in the back. I'll say it again. Mm -hmm. I said, as men, we do not always realise the impact we are having on you. So even within my choice Mm. to say, okay, like, you're pregnant, we're having a child, but I'm not going to be with you. That's hot. Because the reason why I'm asking that is, I'm not going to lie, that would break my heart. Absolutely. Listen, I was broken because my children's father told people I was pregnant. (laughs) That broke me. I'm not going to lie. I was on the floor crying my eyes out because I felt that you lost my trust. Because I was young. I I was 18. And I didn't believe in abortions. But I got into a situation and I was like, oh my God, my life's over. And now I have a decision to make. And I needed to know that you were going to be with me. Do you understand? I wasn't prepared to do it by myself. You were not going to leave me. And we were going to have to figure some stuff out. But at the same time, I knew the pressure of having a child because my siblings, um, my younger siblings are only three years older than my son. Do you understand? So it was like, it wasn't something that was out of my pocket. And I think when I, my mum always said to me, you know, a man can just leave, right? A woman has, is your responsibility. And I recognise now that was more of a passed on belief. However, that was drilled into me. Do you understand? So I knew it was a forever contract and it may not be the same for him. And that freaked me out, right? Now, imagine at that point, he then says, well, you're gone. And actually I was given an ultimatum. And that was made him break my heart even more. And this is the thing. This is the thing. So when I think about my own situation, mm. naturally it, it was a selfish decision. Yes. But it was a decision at the time. And to this day, to be honest, in the long run, you feel like it was the best. It was the, it was the best decision. Mm-hmm. It was the best decision. Um, but there's always going to be consequences. So in terms of those difficulties as to you know, when you're going to be able to see your child, right. how long you can see your child for. These are the type of things you have to negotiate mm. when you're dealing with someone that you've hurt. And the funny thing is, I can say that now, mm-hmm. you know, but I couldn't at the time. And it took... Did you think she was a bitch at the time? No, it wasn't even... So, it was no, nothing to even do with that. It was just yeah. to, to do with kind of like... <laughs> do you hear the echo in the background? I do, I do. <laughs> 
to me, it was just the ability to make choice. And I made a choice based on how I felt about the situation. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't a, a planned, and we're going to be a family type situation. So even if you step away from the family, right? Mm-hmm. Was you, at that time, do you feel like you really held down your responsibility as a father? Or would you say, so my view now, and always has been, being a father is not a part-time job. Mm-hmm. You might not live in the house with the children, but it is a full-time job. The other day, I was listening to something, and it was just something that was talking about, you know, how the mum's always late to drop the children to school, how the mum don't show up if she's drunk or whatever, she'll stay in her bed, this, that. And I thought, oh, what did Buck say? My baby father don't give me enough credit, because guess what? My children ain't late, they don't miss a day, they do whatever, whatever. And what I'm saying is, as a man, if you're not in that house, you could check in on the weekends. For sure. You could check in once a month. For sure, for sure. Better yet, oh shit, you could check in on Christmas and birthdays. For sure. Now, to me, that is a part-time father. Mm-hmm. There is, I could leave, I do, I get on planes and I leave my children for five or six weeks. But guess what? Every day, I'm a mother. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. I'm not in the same country. I'm not making sure they're getting from A to B, but whoever's got them, whether it's my family or their dad, every day, I am a mother. Sure. So... When you walk away from that situation, like you said, there's consequences and there's impact. And I feel like now you understand that. If you could give any man any advice who wants to run around at 17 and think that it's cool and make picnic or feel like it was cool, we weren't together anyways. How has that taken a toll on your life now? The relationship with your child? You know, does she feel separate from your family? Because sometimes I feel like, my dad has a dip, like a couple of baby mothers, right? And me personally, being the ch- I was the middle child of three, but my sister underneath was adopted. And I've always felt like I'm still the baby, right? Because I'm just a spoiled brat. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I resented. It wasn't, it was resent and hate. I, I will call it out for my siblings because they split up my family. And let's not talk about the mothers. I'm so grateful that as a woman, I, I honestly love most of those women. I absolutely love my siblings. I wouldn't have it no other way. But the healing process of me being a child, a product of that kind of environment was horrible. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what resent was until one day I was driving down the motorway, big woman, minding my business. And I got this sick feeling in my stomach. And I was just like, what is this? Like, because I believe in inner healing. And I asked myself, and it was like abandonment. I was like, what? How the hell do I feel abandoned? What? Do you know how loved I am? Mm-mm. I don't feel abandoned. And I was like, abandoned by who? And it was like, daddy. And I was like, what? And I went back and I sat with myself and I was like, where has this feeling come from? And it was the feeling where it was like, well, daddy didn't care about us. He was out doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? No, for sure. And that's why when I post about my dad, I always say he was the first man to break my heart, but he was the first man to heal it because I don't know a man that's turned around like my dad. I don't know a man that even loves like my dad. And you see, when you're a child, I didn't even see it as love. Do you understand? I didn't see it as love. I didn't see, oh, he's acting out of whatever he went through or whatever pressures. I'm just a child that wants my mum and my dad and my sisters. I don't want all those other ones that come with it. Of course. Of course, and I think every child will find that difficult. My mm. daughter did find that difficult. In fact, it became even more difficult when her siblings came along mm. and when she had to kind of come into that environment. But the beauty of it is, again, my wife, and this is the reason why she's my wife, is because she always understood firstly right. that for her to be in my life, 
she had to accept my child first. Yes. If she couldn't accept that, we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation. Mm. So when I'm talking about that contract, right? So for you, sure. that was a non-negotiable. No, it's not even a if she didn't, right? So because I know some fathers who don't see their children because their woman doesn't want them to be a part of their life, yes. and they stay in that type of relationship. And and if, you know anything that starts in that way, it can't end right. Right. Because what's going to happen when you have your children? And then you're putting up a priorities above them. Um, she can't really complain because she was telling you not to prioritize your child. Does that make um, sense? So it works both ways. So with me, like I said, the boundary was set. Look, I've got my daughter. She used to come and stay with us every weekend. Love that. Without fail. Love that. Was it easy? No, of course it's not easy. And one question on here, because I know we're, we're going around, but in the midst of you making that decision, <laughs> of you coming into bringing your child around that woman mm-hmm. when did you feel comfortable to do that from day one because wow 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 wait 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 women did you hear it from day one, from day one know, seriously listen know who you're with come on know who you're with this is this is my thing when i met my partner mm. yeah i was yeah i was 17 so my my previous girlfriend she was pregnant at the time I met my current wife in and around the same time. And I remember when I met her, I used to have people, especially women, mm. worst of all, a lot of black women. Right. Oh, she's not all that. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, think yeah. You do, I think you could do better. Mm. You know, I'm just there laughing. Like, I'm just like, you know what it is though? What you're looking at, I'm seeing past. Right. So that's what I mean. You can't even really conversate and converse on the same level because you're not seeing what I'm seeing. You're, mm. not, you're not looking for what I'm looking for, which is the reason why. 20 years down the line, I could be sitting there having this conversation and saying, wife, you see mm. what I'm saying to you? Because I'd already made, I'd already made that choice. I swear down, people would say, oh, nah, right, so let me just, just, you could do better, blah, blah, blah. I've got to chuck this in. So I, I, I'm, I'm like super spiritual, that's what I'd say, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing is louder than my gut. Mm-hmm. So if I was your friend at the time, luckily this hasn't worked out this way, mm-hmm. but if I was your friend at the time and I know people can be bitter. Sure. If I say to you that person isn't for you, mm-hmm. I'm not coming from a bitter place. Okay. I'm coming from my gut. And certain times I feel like I see shit that people don't see yeah. before they see it. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say that because I think that sometimes there's a difference. There's the clout chasers, the bitter people, the da-da-da who are looking on the materialistic side. But for a person like me, whether it's my friends, whether it is my family, if I walk into a room and that person's spirit is off, I'm letting you know. 100%. I'm this, straight telling you. This is it. So for me, anyone that had that kind of negative energy like towards her, firstly, they weren't really people I considered friends. That, right. was, that was also the difference. Like my friends, my people, everybody was open. Like, let's get to know her. Let's see what she's up. No one ever made anyone close to me. Nobody commented about right, like how that. she looks. So that was, it was only a few maybe associates or potential prospects you know mm. other, other women who are like mm. they're just hating like they wanted a chance Basically. and can i just say if your parents were not feeling her mm-hmm. would that have changed your decision no i don't think it would it, it, do you know what it comes down to it depends it, it, it would have come down to, to why right if it was her like behavior and how she engaged with people mm. that's different if it's evidence-based that's different but if it's just something about her in terms of her mm-hmm. quirkiness or her personality that doesn't quite fit with you but she's for me. Because I feel me. like sometimes, especially in certain cultures, 
they are very heavily influenced by the parents. So again, I would just like to echo, I feel that it's important, like you said, know yourself, know who you're talking to. Because when you know yourself, you have that level of discernment, right? And I think, um, so for a lot of women, I feel like we think we do everything right, right? We set the boundaries, we date a little bit, a little bit, I say, it might be a long time. We take the steps to doing the right thing, I say, right? And we get hurt bad. Mm -hmm. We may even end up with a child or two too from that painful situation, somebody that we love, someone they told us that they were gonna marry us, told us we were their world, do you understand? And after that, it becomes very hard for us to feel that like we can make a good decision. Mm -hmm. So after your first situation breaking down, you come into this realization, yeah. how did you then know again, this is a good decision? Well, I think it would be a little bit naive to say 100% you know. Right, right. Because firstly, I felt. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Say, not... it, say it again, I'm please. Saying, firstly, saying... you what? Firstly, I felt. You felt? I felt, I felt. So when I met her, oh. when I met her, um, again, this time I was like, yeah, I was still a little bit of a rolling stone. Mm. And we met in a dance. Come on, you know come what on. That's, you know what that's like. You're yeah, you're dubbing on the wall. Some of that. <laughs> all of that, all of that, all of that. What am I fighting for? Wait, so, so wait, because I know that someone's probably, so men feel, y'all yeah, actually feel. 110%, come on. Like you seriously feel, because we don't feeling, believe that you like feel. Feeling and showing are not the same thing. Right, so what you're actually trying to say with that saying is you feel, but you might not show it. 100%. Why do you do that? Could be whatever barriers you got, have barriers up. Okay, so it might be guys, anything. Come on, come on, yeah, you come in here. You tell us why you feel and you don't show. <laughs> no, but for real, it's, it, it, it very much comes down to the individual. Like I said, I'm not trying to generalize for everyone. Mm. I think, like, for me personally, at a point, that word ego come on. comes up again. Mm. I'm, I'm also, but I'm also trying to protect yourself. Me, does that make sense? Because I'm dealing with my own insecurities, my own anxieties. Which I can't, I can't project that. I'm not going to project that in a public space. But let's face it, ego is very good at protecting us, right? 100%. But it protects us with a false illusion. And I think sometimes we get caught there. Look, my son's over there. He's like, what, going to be 15? And he says to me, love it, man. Love it, love it. Remind me never to get a girl, man. Love it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, that's all long, man. They're naggy, they're naggy. What do you say the word is? They're jarring. Oh, they're jarring. <laughs> and I can guarantee it's because an, a woman is there emotionally expressing what she feels, right? Showing, 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 showing. And y'all are guarded, 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 guarded. And I feel like straight away, that's where our communication is lost. Let me explain it. Okay, speak loud so they can hear you. All right. See with girls, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, they'll tell you they love you. <laughs> but then they'll be chilling with their best friend. Why are you not chilling with me? Oh gosh. Yeah, you see, you feel me? And then you don't tell her how you feel. Exactly. It's like, so why would I open up to you? No, but you don't uh, tell her that. No, but wait, but hold on a second. If you told her, why don't you just communicate? Why don't you do why don't I did do it this year? Well, you said I, I would really like it if you came yeah. and chilled with me. No, 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 wait. Did no, you actually say that? Yeah. Oh, because you didn't say that to come here, did you? No, not to come here. Oh right, I was, I was just wondering. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you <laughs> but would you say? It would be, why are you chilling with your best friend when you could be chilling with me? Nah, I just give her the same energy back. If why? That, but you never way, said it. No, but if that's the way you want to treat me, I'll treat you. Then if you don't like it and you say something, 
I'll say, oh, that's exactly what you're doing, so now you know how I feel. Oh, so, so wait, you know so now you don't expect us to be mind readers now? Yes, so wait, oh, you, you, you guys heard it for yourself. You expect us to do all of this, that get you stuff, all of this, call you every morning, text you every morning, good morning, why are you paragraphing that? <laughs> but all I'm getting is, good night. Just a good night. Wow, Not wow, wow. Morning. Not no paragraphs when I wake up. No, no snaps with your beautiful face. Just a good night. Oh, shoot, guys. Can someone collect my son? So, wait, but you know why this is powerful? Kaden, let me tell you something. Oh, he, he, Junior's just in the building, guys. Just talk to her. The same thing you just said now, you need to say to her. Okay, so Definitely you're now here. Do you do that? Do you feel like you express your feelings? No, 100%. I have done that. I don't, I'm not a person that expresses my feelings. So right. So, just talking on behalf of women right now, I feel... So now, even grown women, we're playing the game. As in, if a man's interested in us, he's going to message us, you know? Right. But if he doesn't message us, oh, he's not interested in us. Oh, but you guys actually expect us to communicate back. Uh, yeah. Ladies, did you hear it? Did you hear it? Okay, they can't wait anymore. They're coming up to the stage. Come on. <laughs> that's part of the game. Right. But you're saying it's a part of the game. But guess what happens? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, speak. I have to know. So, if you guys are saying that you want you you two want us to match the energy, so you want to hear, you want to have the poems too. You want the good morning and the good night and blah blah blah. But aren't we told that men are like hunter gatherers? Men need the chase. So the minute they know that you're on the same page or you're also interested in them, they stop. They stop with the energy. They stop with the good morning. They're like, yeah, I got this shit now. I don't have to try no more. I agree. What are you laughing for, Kaden? What do you think? One minute, Ben. The chasers don't stop there. The chasers don't stop from us pursuing you and stuff. The chasers also, when you're in that relationship, you can also create that chase. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's from knowing they're women setting them boundaries. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you see, for me, I like a woman. You see, for when I know that I can't even speak a certain way, or you see like a woman that is just alpha. She knows her shit. She, just as much as I'm about my shit, she's about her shit. So it's about the boundaries that you guys set as women. They're coming up, they're coming up. Can I just say, though, I just want to tell you, right, so... One second, in my experience, right, when I play down, when I say play down, so you can message me, you could do whatever, I can give you a little bit of play, but not too much. I'm able to keep it momentum, right? If I now start opening my emotional ass cancer self that I do, my emotional self, they are spirit gone. And that is because when you first meet me, I am very alpha. Do you understand? And so I can't be, uh, technically, I can't have emotions. Because they don't know what to do with them. Yeah, but you do. Yeah, but I do, right? And eventually, these same emotions are going to come out in your relationship and have an impact right. anyway. Yes, so, no? so what you're saying is, I should just reveal it early. Just be. Like, hold on, we're in a conversation, you listen to the conversation, where they're talking to us about feeling mm. and being present. You're asking for something that you're not always giving. So, who's, so so in terms of talking about playing games, so, really sometimes, you know, the lady's playing the game or she, she, or she starts the game, right? All day! But actually, maybe I'm controlling the game. Mm. See what I'm saying? Maybe I'm the one who's holding, I'm holding all the chips. See what I'm saying to you? So you, maybe you're giving away your power. Mm. You're giving away your power by not being true to yourself, by thinking I'm playing the game. Yeah, I hear this. Maybe don't play the game. But when you don't play the game, 
gets a bit boring. Okay, so it, ah, so now we're getting into it now. <laughs> but the thing is, so we, so, so we play a game. So we play when it's convenient to play a game, and it oh, it's exciting, and yeah, it, yeah, it, it yeah. keeps him. But when you don't get that phone call for two or three days, it's crying, and you don't care about right. X, Y, and Z. Exactly that. Let's not play that game. But the truth of the matter is, are you not not playing the game from the beginning? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But if you if you if you if you go back to what we were discussing previously in terms of your boundary setting, mm. and doing those things on the off, and the communication being open, we're gonna say, you know what, babes, done with the games, man. I'm not gonna play if you ain't gonna play. Okay, we got a question. Go ahead. Ask a question, please. Go ahead. You guys keep referring to this game. What is this bloody game? <laughs> Get off the stage, quick! Shush! Don't ask that question. No, no, Thank you. Right, so on the men's side, so so I like to think that I learned from the best, and the best was my daddy. And what I figured out young is men play games. In my personal experience, I didn't see women playing the game. Do you understand? So I decided I'm gonna play the damn fucking game. Okay, <laughs> the game hasn't got me some far. It hasn't got me far sometimes. Are you winning? Yes, a hundred percent. No, listen, Wrong you're not answer. you're not waiting. Helen, please come to the stage now. <laughs> right, but listen, what I'm saying about the game is it's not necessarily that I'm playing a game, right? But I do understand there's a bit of it's a vibe to me. Do you get what I'm trying to say? That's how I can best describe the game. As in, I'm looking out for signs. I'm looking out to see if there's an energy. I'm looking out to see if that's reciprocated. I'm looking out to see if I need to pull back. I'm looking out to see if I need to give more. That's the game in my head. How would you explain the game as a man? Yeah, I think that that's also a game that men play. Again, we talk about sometimes, you know, in a game, you don't want to give up position, right? Mm. So we talk about, it comes down to vulnerability from my standpoint anyway. When I was in that situation, it was very much about, well, if I make this move now, I look too eager right and 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 what about if she's got because you know as a man you know when i was a single man mm. if i'm talking to you and you're single i know there's two or three other men on your phone right and it's just yeah. like we're jostling we're all right, jostling. right right who's gonna say the right thing who's gonna do the right thing so i say that again she said that's not always the case no of course not i'm not saying it's always the case but i'm saying we're talking about the game and the game is about perception mm. right so, so, so the game, whatever game we're talking about, right, it's not necessarily about it's, hard on its facts. It's Sometimes technically it's about perception. What's right, what's going on in your head. Exactly. That's, that's what the game is, Daniela. It's what's going on in your head and then how you play, right? So like like Leon's saying, if he's... Uh -huh. This is the point. So hold on, so hold on. So Daniela, this is my thing. You see the game that you're saying you don't know how to play? <laughs> don't learn. <laughs> But can I just say something though? I I love what you're saying, Leon, and I respect it. Telling her not to play, 
like my personal experience and opinion, hmm, the game has been played whether we like it or not, because it's always about perception. And when I when you're saying don't play the game, right? Maybe what I hear what you're saying is in your telling her just be yourself, right? Mm -hmm. But again, if there's no, we can be ourselves, right? But we have to have some kind of measure of the other person. Okay. Do you get what I'm trying to say? How, how and, and my my whole thing is that is how is that obtained? For me personally, it's through communication. Now, if you ask me questions and we talk about certain things in terms of your expectations, right? And I don't give you the truth, right? And I'm not being honest. Okay, then, so that's then, a different then, level of game. All right, that's a different level of game. But for right. me, if you're not asking the question because you think we're playing the game, what are we doing? Right. What, I agree. What are we doing? What do you say? Oh, we got Sabrina. Are you coming up? I've tried to invite you a couple of times. Bev, do you have something to say? Is that more attractive no. than the woman that's giving you a bit of play? It's easy. <clears throat> so you like a bit of play? Not that you like, it's just easy. It's just easier. Like you just know you're going to get, like if you if she's going to give it to you on a play, you're going to take it in certain circumstances. Yeah, I'm not talking like, about easy, sex. Like, I'm just talking about yeah, 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 I know, I know Even if you yeah. pursued her with the greatest intentions, great, yeah, like, like you saw that woman, because you know there's the saying, you see her, you know yeah. that's your wife or whatever. I truly believe that you talk to people, even when you see a person, I think that men have this distinctive sense if they know that's a panty dropper, that's Definitely. a wifey yeah, person. Easy. Oh, easy, easy. Oh, yeah, so yeah, my yeah. thing is this. Because <laughs> that's the I, same woman you would tell to shut up and she's not going to say anything. Right, so, so my know, point so is I, this. I don't think, and y'all can come for me, women, I don't think women know that about themselves. Wow. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm wait, I want someone to fight me on this, and but I don't think women know that about themselves. And this is why, for me personally, I learned a game. Because what I realised is you don't have that sense. You know the girl that is a dickhead, if that's what I want to say, right? You know the woman that thinks well of herself, that wants best for herself. And you know the woman that just with a little bit of tantalising, it's a wrap, you're in. Yeah, and again, for me... I've always found that that comes down to self. So when we talk about self-esteem, confidence, mm. if I walk into a venue, I can tell you who I could take home the same evening. Right, come on. I can tell the woman, I've got to spend some time, there's got to be a conversation here. Mm. And I can also tell the woman, so in my case, and I'll put this out here, facts. When I met my wife, me and her didn't do anything physical for six months. Mm. For the, Not because... There wasn't that desire and that want to, but I, it, it, in terms of a boundary, I knew 
Mm. It wasn't ever going to be that. So there were certain <laughs> boxes I had to tick. Does that make sense? Did that make you to date grow. her more, by the way? In terms of taking her out? Yeah, actually, yeah. I think that was a prerequisite. But when you talk about dating, dating is not necessarily about going out for me. That could be... Did that make you respect I mean, her more? Why? 110% it made me... But you know what? Furthermore, it made me respect me more. Come on. Because you see, within that period of time, that was my growth to see, actually, wow, this is different. Mm. Like, this can be... I don't know no woman like that. I don't know, Mm. no. So don't tell me who's pretty from who. I've had Mm. the... Pretty good. That's not yeah. the, the girl you're telling me. Oh, she's the best looking girl in the area. I've been out of that. Of that. Mm. That's not. But now I'm looking at her. She's got my attention because what she is bringing to the table is something I have never seen. And can I just say? Can you, I just want because I feel like again, women are coming and finding people like me, and I'm pumping them up. Mm-hmm. Hold that pussy. Put a cap on it. You mm-hmm. know, love yourself. Believe in yourself. But I want to pull the bullshit, yeah. and the bullshit is a lot of it's. Yeah, do you yeah. understand so now they date somebody and they think i've got to think better of myself yeah, i've yeah. got to be better of myself i've got to hold that but in my opinion a man can smell that shit too yeah yeah i'll be honest for me personally with how she conducted herself mm. and how she made me feel when i was around her in terms of the conversation in terms of her life experiences all these things i was like i can like this is where i need to be because right. this is magnetizing like this mm. is going to make me grow this is me put, gonna put me on a platform mm. where I need to be. Does that make sense? And that was so alluring. Do you get what I'm saying? That mm. drew me. So it in. was the authenticity of it. hundred. It was natural. Like it was organic. It wasn't. Love I didn't that. feel like, oh, you're putting this on because you feel like you've got to attract me. So you see, when it came came down to the physicality mm. of it, I'm not gonna even lie. I was afraid of her. Sorry, babe. Just to just to um just to clarify, it wasn't a case of it being withheld. Mm. I never took that step. No, but Can I say he can answer from a man's point of view, but what I just heard for me personally and what he said is they know what they want. They know what they want. They're not confused out here, guys. They're not confused. They know. Whether they communicate that with you, whether you know, that's different. And this is why for me personally, I feel like we all need to know what we want and we all do know what we want. Whether we choose to... Like, look, let's face it, some of these girls or women or even men that are out here being slack, it's naturally because they want to feel loved. It's because they want to feel appreciated. They want to feel this, they want to feel that. And for whatever reason, if that interaction gives them that connection, they're going for it, right? For me, it was very different because mummy and daddy did a good job at making me recognise and know my self-worth, right? And making me recognise I'm valuable. So for me, that level of intimacy is like lost. Like, I'm, I'm cool. We, we could date for a whole two years before it gets to that, right? But there's also another side of me, which I'll happily, is like a nymph. Like, it's just, it's like two complete <laughs> different people. And to be fair... Whatever season I'm in, and this is the thing, and I feel like certain times, if a certain type of man speaks to me, I'm very straight. 
there ain't nothing wanting like that, but guess what? I think you're sexy as hell. Like we could get cracking. They don't expect a woman to speak like that because I should value my self-worth and I should know my value. But guess what? In certain situations, it is what it is. And I'm happy to keep it a hundred. I feel what happens is now there might've been a woman who didn't know her self-worth. You understand? Never knew it and maybe still doesn't know it. So they're reaching for this kind of interaction. They're reaching to be seen, they're reaching to be married, they're reaching to be that woman. And it's like, you need to be you and being you at your truest form, doing the healing, doing the understanding, recognizing who you are, you will understand why you're even acting like that. 100%. But I feel that what we're trying to do is live up to being that woman, you understand, without being that woman. 100%. And I think that a man knows that. He knows that woman from when you're walking down the street. Yeah. And I feel that, I believe that, but I just think for a man's point of view, do y'all think that that's true? Because I think that's what women skip. And that's what I feel like we don't hear. 100%, I feel like you use the word authentic. Mm. And I think that's the key. So it's not about for me, if me and my wife had been physically uh, engaged at that period, if it was authentic, it would have felt as fantastic as it did six months down the line. It wouldn't have made a difference. Does that make sense? Right. If the reason why you decided to give it up is because you felt I need to, to keep him interested, right. that's where we're lost. That's where, the, that's where the disparity is because you're lost. So if you're lost, we're lost. But what about when it might not be six months, it might be two months. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yo, this man is ticking every one of my boxes, everyone. Do you feel like women should move hold or do you think they should give it up? And does that change what you think about them? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a believer of 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 withheld withholding on the basis of what you think someone else feels. I feel like yes. if it's organic within the relationship mm. and it feels right, mm. then it's right. Why this is what I'm talking about, this game. And that's what makes the experience but this, that much go on. even more fruitful and better, if you know what I'm saying. So it's not about, yeah, we can have sex and orgasm, do what we have to do, busting out and whatever. But you know, like when you, it's the behavior, it's the experience, you know, and not only that, you know, like when you know a person's moral value and right. you know, just how they move because... you know, from how they think, from how they behave, you know, just how they, how they interact with other, you, it's just- Cause now I feel like women are doing the think like a man thing. Hold it for ninety days because he respects you. Yeah. Like two days, you can meet somebody right. in, a, in, in one day, and you know have an instant connection, and you know you just feel compelled to like by energy, whatever. You know, what I mean, it's not. It's just about. Uh, I don't know. It's a. It's an emotional. Do you feel like, like it's a whole connection? Yeah, yeah, and it's not just based off. A, it's not just based off your actions. It's based off your mindset. Your you know, right. the way you move, from how you act, think, talk, be, you know. And it's, not based, on, it's not based on time. Time, yeah. So right. you, you being That's concerned it. about an, a, a number of days elapsing before it's, it's right. Or <laughs> well, because I know the women do that. No, listen, listen, come on. And, and guess what? While, while we're on the subject of a game, we see right through that. So this I'll, is what so I want you to tell them. So yes! If I've if I got a calendar on mm. the watch, I just set the, set the clock and say, okay, cool, well, Y'all hearing this? Two two months. Let's just start ticking away because eventually we're heading there. Because now she's playing that game and it's not authentic. I can sniff it. I know what game you're playing. And I'll sit there and go, okay, cool. We'll play that game then. I'll wait it out. And by the way, while we're playing that game, I'm doing my thing anyway. Right. I'm not waiting for you. What am I waiting for you for? 
I will, I will, I will wait. Get you anyway, right? Okay. And, and I can have, and I can have Sandra. Yeah. I can have Sandra, and I can have Susie. Mm -hmm. Just while you decide to do what you're doing, and I'm gonna have my cake and eat it. No, well, don't wait. You know. No, no, don't wait. You, listen, listen. But you see, the Daniela, that's the part of the game we're talking about. As in, why would you ever be waiting for somebody? <laughs> no, 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 because the truth of the matter is, yeah, sorry, I just kicked oh, you. Kick me. Sabrina, you've been waiting patiently. What's your question, babe? Well, so basically, what I was gonna say is, like, from my personal experience, I've been in relationships in the past, I've realized, like, you know, when you're um, hard, more hard to get, mm. it's, it makes it like. Like you were saying, like the chase. So I was kind of agreeing with what Bev was saying, but then I was agreeing with what Dan Daniela was saying about why are we playing this game? But then if you don't play the game, it's like, you know, it's not something for them to chase. They don't want to, to kind of get to know you in that way or whatever, or they'll just give up. You'll, you'll text them like every day. They'll text you every day and it'll be fine. I feel like you're referring to it as a game, but you know, like there's a different adjective you could use it's the it's what people do when they get you you know it's the i don't know is it the energy yeah the behavioral interactions i don't know it's not the it's not a game as per se it's the experiences that two people experience when they get together so it might be perceived as a game or whatever but it's just do i feel like everybody it's not a game like you're playing tennis and it's 15 love you know every one's winning everybody's winning do you know what i mean it's every, each well, experience what did you say? Again, I feel like it boils down to what Leon was talking about, the responsibility and accountability, because there's only a certain amount of time that you're playing the game technically anyways, because the minute you end up in that relationship like you are, the minute you're pursuing that marriage journey now, it's not a game. It is, we have to be authentic, we need to be a thousand percent, um, and we've got to figure something out. We've and got to communicate. And to, and to be honest, if you go into that situation playing the game, you're going to have a rough ride. Because when you're in the home, right, mm. and your partner's like, oh, hang on, he used to do X, Y, and Z. Why doesn't he do that anymore? Your foot's already in the door. You've already got the ring on the finger. That's when all the problems create themselves. Right. So you're better off, like you said so eloquently, is come into the room as yourself. Mm. Then there's no game. There's not a game then. We're not playing yeah. the game then. Does that make sense? So and if to be honest, that's why when you said to me, am I winning? I am winning. Okay. Because... I can't not be myself for, it's like, it's like zero seconds. You see what I'm trying to say? So if I am emotional, I'm going to say it. If you're making me feel like, yo, everything is jumping from head to toe, I'm going to say it. If you're making me feel like, oh my God, I'm going to say it. And it's that level of honesty that some people can't take. And, and if anything, while we're on the top of the games, mm. if we're going to play one, that's the one we should be playing. So right. It makes sense because... 
you doing that, I'm going to feel like, you know what, she never had to even tell me that. Right. I'm going to tell her, you know what, the reason why I got upset or frustrated is because that happened. Mm. So now you're in a dialogue. Do you feel like that comes with growth, though, in age? Because I think that it would be nice for us to think that's what everybody is doing. And I, I mean, you're married, but I'm telling you, <laughs> the dating world, the single life is savage. They are not communicating at that level. Do you understand? Well, if they're, well, if they're not, game over, right? I'm right. And I think this is where, why this conversation is so important is because I feel like you're giving people hope right now for people that felt like, you know what, we're a dying breed. Like, we may as well just admit we're going to be single because I am levelling up. I am being myself and I'm being unapologetic about it. And to be honest, it's making people feel small. And to be honest, I feel like I need to be a bit quieter. Do you understand? Yeah, but to be they, honest, I feel like if, they, if, you, if you felt small when you came to the situation, you're going to feel small in the situation. Right. That's on them. Right, That's right. not on you. Why? You're carrying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're carrying that. And now that's that person's issue. With the person who's coming into the situation. Yeah, yeah. If they're coming in with that type of energy... It's going to transfer. So as a woman, right, when we talk to any guy and it starts to get a bit serious, like now we've actually got feelings and all of this stuff, we need to feel safe, right? When we feel safe, you're going to get the best version of us. But if we don't feel that safety net, and it might not be anything that you're saying, we might just sense, okay, he likes me, but he's a bit guarded. And it could literally be, you haven't been taught how to communicate. Everyone for your whole life has told you, man up, man up, what are you crying for? Man up, man up, you're a man. So naturally, you do not know how to communicate. Do you understand? Does it mean you don't love me? No. Does it mean that you don't value me? No. But can you not talk to me? Well, you can't talk because no one's encouraged you to talk. And I feel this is where people are walking out. Do you understand? I feel like if there was a ring and there was a commitment, we would be, we might fight for something. But because it's not that, yeah, we do not have that fight anymore. And I don't know what you've been through personally in your marriage, but I can assume you've had to fight through some things where things weren't, you know, what you wanted them to be. And now I feel like because we're writing lists to the universe and we're writing prayers, you understand? If you don't come into my life and tick 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 he's not the one for me so when we're talking about boundaries and what we want i still feel like there needs to be a certain level of understanding do you understand where we're allowing room to grow together because actually if i'm attracting a fully perfect man what mm, what are we doing this is it how can you grow there's nowhere to go from right you know and 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 that's a real real key point because again like for me in my situation as i said previously when I met my partner, mm. I knew instantly it's where I need to be firstly for myself. I knew this this woman, what she's bringing to the table, it's going to enable, enable me to get somewhere. I just wanted to ask in that as yeah, well, when yeah. you met your partner, you know, you got engaged and stuff. So how, like, how did your family support you in that decision? A hundred, listen, my family were over the moon. Mm. They were delighted because, you know, I come from a family, there's lots of people married in my family. Mm. And there's some people who, aren't, who, are, who are not married, wow. right? I've seen breakups, I've seen difficult relationships, but actually the, the narrative is, this is a good thing to do. This is how you, you want to try to develop your family and have your children and work together. And so did that influence your decision? A hundred percent, because I had role models. Right, so just talking from you, is there a lot of people married in your family? No, so, so did that influence your decision? Because you might have been married, but you've proposed a couple times. 
Did any of that influence your decision? No, not the fact that they're not married. No. So what made you think I want to get married? Other than it being the right thing to do the first time, that was what I wanted to do. That was definitely what I wanted to do. That's mm. what I was going to do. I didn't, I didn't really think of anything outside of that, if you know what I'm saying. And then even like the second time, it was just, again, I felt like that's what we was meant to be doing. <laughs> so you, so you so while, while we're on the topic of safety, mm. you felt safe? Yeah, at the time, yeah. Okay, so we're talking about feelings again, right? So. We do feel and you see what i'm saying about that breakdown mm-hmm. because he felt safe i felt this is this is this is mm-mm, no oh my god no 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 get me out how the hell where is the exit get me oh my god get me out but on paper i want to be married sure. to the father of my children sure. and i want to have this but in the moment listen i'm a free spirit i felt trapped not because of him, nothing to do with him, nothing to do with my family, just, ah, oh. <laughs> you know, it really was. I'm about to be different from my peers, mad. But I'm older and I know that now, but I thought my life is gone. Oh my God, I've already got two kids and now I'm married. Ah, my life is gone. I did not know that there was life past that. Test that up, well, I'll testament to, to, to the opposite, man. Oh God, I made it. Let's hope it, let's hope it, guys, let's hope it. We got a question. Tina, what's good? What I would like to say is I would like to block messaging. So I think as a woman, I now, through the years of different rooms, different elevating, different, being exposed to different knowledge of myself, the first question that I'm going to ask myself as a woman is would I date me? She's a great student, but that's what I would teach, right? But again, this is where I feel like, as she was talking, it came to my head. Clearly, behind when the door's shut, yeah? Not only are we dating ourselves, right? In a relationship with ourselves, in a relationship with another person, but we're in a relationship with our whole self, which means good, bad, ugly, indifferent. It's great for us to have these conversations, these verbatims, these quotes, these sayings out loud, right? But when you're in a relationship, you don't necessarily have the time to process, right? How you're feeling, experiencing, responding, everything as a situation is occurring, right? So now we go out, we're walking down the street. I actually done this when I was dating, um, when I was with Junior. And I saw a guy, an older guy, and I've always thought this guy was good looking, but he's older, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm just walking down the street. So I say, oh my God, I can't believe he's still so good looking. 
I'm hooking with him. <laughs> what did she say? What did I say? Oh my god, he is so good looking. <laughs> See? Like that. Right, like, like that. oh my no, because you know what? He was good looking, but he grew up and he was now. I'm not looking at him like you're good looking, right? <laughs> you're good looking to me like I want to. I'm walking with my man. Yeah. But essentially, I just said what I was thinking. Thinking that you know me enough to just know that's not a thing. But guess what? See, them insecurities I was talking about. Those insecurities now had him feeling like I'm out of order, I'm disrespectful. And I was thinking, oh my God, you should feel so lucky that you're with somebody like me that's honest, wow. right? Okay. Because I'm honest. And when you put it into context, it wasn't just like, <laughs> oh, the black one guy she said is good looking. Tony has a lot of friends. <laughs> no, okay, talk about Tony it. Tony has a lot of friends. So I think in the time around, not the time around it was, I just think in general, it, that's always been an issue for me. Whether it was him or it could have been, it could have been somebody that called their phone. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right. So my thing <laughs> you know? is this: in your relationship, because so, it's all right, mum saying, "Are we happy to date ourselves?" Right. I'm good. Listen, any man that gets to even be my brethren, you are fortunate. I swear to God, I know that on ten. However, I'm fully aware in circumstances and situations, I am a problem, and I'll call myself out. A big problem right so my point is this in that minute i was doing me right with the hope and knowing this that he knows me you understand i'm not a cheater i'm not looking walking with you looking at another man i mean some people can't say the same thing right mm -hmm. but my point is this in that circumstance like he said because i've got a lot of male friends and at the kind of job I did I'm talking to people all the time many of them are guys you understand and if it means that I'm gonna get a better job yeah if I drop the tone in my voice hi yeah thank you drop, yeah, yeah. No, no no drop the tone in my voice <laughs> <laughs> like yeah that's no problem we can do that or oh my god that's amazing right guess what I am going to do that <laughs> okay that's not me disrespecting him that's not me taking away from him. That is recognising my damn power, okay? It might be manipulating, if you want to call it that. But my thing is this. I'm still openly communicating with you. I'm still letting you know what's happening. Hold, hold I'm on, still... hold, let me pause you. Go on. For me, that's in the moment, right? Right. So I feel like what's more important overall mm. is not you, like, thinking he knows what you're like, but that should be communicated. Does that this make is what sense? I'm saying. I am. But, but do you feel like at that moment when he's responded in that way, would you have taken into consideration how he's felt about other people that you may have in your life that he's got that question mark over? Because mm. this is another one while we're getting into it. As a male, we've all been there. Right, we've all, right. We've all had the phone ring and thinking, I don't... Why is that? Yeah, yeah. But I don't... Not even just like, why is he, I don't know who it is. I know not... And it's like, you might not be forthcoming with that information. Not mm. because... There's anything sinister, but you might not feel you need to share that information. But us as guys, we're gonna feel insecure. I've sat there before in relationships, like feeling insecure and feeling mm. less less than because yeah, I know you're gonna be yourself, but I'm here with you now, and I'm thinking, well, when I'm not here, is someone else in my place? <laughs> I don't Why? know. We, mm. not, not because we not because we 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 walk with a bravado and we may be talking a certain way and we walk, walk with our chest pumped up. That doesn't necessarily mean. That's how, we're, that's how we're feeling. Mm -hmm. Maybe we leave that environment and we are insecure. And we both, maybe we're only kind of putting that mask when we're around you because we're trying to be attractive. We want to be attracted towards you. We want you to feel as if 
where someone but this that is what I'm saying. I get that. Mm-hmm. I get your insecurities, as like I said in the beginning, I want you to appreciate mine. Mm-hmm. So now say I know, even though I'm very trustworthy, I think I am, right? It, it might not be the same for whoever. So I'm communicating, oh, I'm, this guy's calling my phone to do with blah, blah, blah. Or I'm speaking to this person because of blah, blah, blah. Or this is happening because of blah, blah, blah. But it's causing pure drama, pure conflict, because how I feel is you're telling me lock all of that off. And now I feel like I can't be myself. Do you understand? You feel, you feel but is that a fact? Is that a conversation? Because every time the phone rings, there's an argument. I'm sorry, am I not supposed to answer my phone? I think though, we've been saying that I can only be from my own experience within that, because mm-hmm. I've had it and I've experienced it in the, in the past. Mm-hmm. Tell me, I want to know how you get over that. Just as an example. To be honest with you, there's a couple of things. Me personally, I feel like, if I feel like I'm involved mm. in what you're doing, I'm aware of, okay, this is, a, this, it could be a profession or it could be just a friend, whatever it is. If I feel like I'm, I'm part of it, right. Naturally, I'm going to feel more comfortable. So that could be meeting the person. That could be even speaking to the person myself. Not that not that, that should be a prerequisite mm-hmm. because you have your life and you're doing things, but that shouldn't also be a problem. Right. And and we all know we've been in the room of someone when they're throwing when we sort of got, it's like, yeah. hang on, hang on, wait. Like, why did you feel to take that call outside? outside or, why, right. or why did your tone drop? So you want to say, keep the open communication at all times? Yeah, transparency. And one other thing I was going to ask, somebody's coming up to speak is, now that you're married, you've been married for many years, mm-hmm. how, or is it okay, or do you think it's safe? I think we've had this conversation before, but do you think it's safe for your wife to have male friends and you to have female friends? And are you allowed to meet them separately without the other partner being there? Is that okay? Yeah, 110%. I, I would say that wouldn't have necessarily always been something I'd be happy with, especially if you come into a relationship and your partner's already got friends. Mm. You know how the mind goes. Mm. Ah, she's sleeping with him. Oh, <laughs> oh, <is it> <laughs> Why do we think I, I, that? No, but, no, because no, because no. Sometimes there's precedent though, mm. because sometimes you hear down the line that was the ex-boyfriend, mm. or they was together at a point. But now, okay, just but now hold on. Point. But now she's telling you it's a friend. Fine, maybe it is a friend now. But as a man, at that time, I'm thinking. Well, maybe he's still interested, or maybe even though I'm involved, he don't care about whether or not involved. Because as, as we know, there's plenty of men. They don't care if you got. They don't care if you got a man. Right. They don't care about none of those things. And I know from being that guy, by the way. So on that point, right? If now you do, you are talking to a woman, mm-hmm. and I'll ask this to both of you. You are talking to a woman, and she is friends with her ex, and actually they have a very good relationship. How are you? Are you okay with that? Are you comfortable? Is that a problem? What is it? For me, based off my own life experience, that's something I'd be cool with. That's nothing. Now, at my age, I feel like my emotional intelligence is so intact that certain things that used to bother me, I just can't believe that I couldn't overlook then, if you know what I'm saying. So, like the guys calling the phone or her having male friends or, you know, like just adolescent thoughts, I guess, for me, that, that was back then. But I think now, in my experience, even if somebody Especially if they had children, as well, I would. Ex- I feel like that's that would be an expectation of mine. Because my be thing cool. is, we have a good relationship, right? He's the father of my children. However, he's also someone I was previously with. So any guy I talk to, we have to be in something. Uh, there's nothing like that. So I feel like if we have toxic relationships, it's acceptable. Mm-hmm. But if we have healthy relationships, it's problematic. Yeah, and I don't think that's a situation that's been 
like cultivating necessarily just in your relationship. These are these are conversations that are happening in, in households, yeah. right? Like around the world, right? And and these things are not necessarily just influenced by the relationship between the two people. We talked about earlier the media. We talked about movies. We talked about music. All, so okay, as an example, right? You could be in a happy relationship, right? You go out with your friends. There's another group of guys. Certain tunes come on. And now people are acting. I'm going by on the basis of body language. Mm. Okay, she's got a boyfriend. He's got a girlfriend. But you know, I'm not really acting. Right. So I'm on, on, on what I'm seeing and how I'm seeing you conduct yourself in your body language. Mm. I'm now feeling like, what was, what's going on here? Right. And I'm not going to necessarily ask you. Like mm. that might, might just be you on a night with your friends having a great time. You're not leaving with him. There's no relationship that's going to kind of blossom from that situation. But I'm thinking, wait, hang on. What is happening? And if I was doing that, by the people, that's that's blowing up straight away. So sometimes, when you, you know, you know, as Tina said, would you date yourself? It's sometimes we're not always thinking about how we would feel mm. in, in, that, in that scenario because we're feeling that actually. Now, even if I am winding up with this man, or even if I do take this guy's number and he's and he's going to be a friend. If my man did that, if my partner did that, I probably would find that unacceptable. We don't do that. See, in a relationship, I personally, I don't know why you're out getting friends' numbers that you ain't never met before in life. People do, people I do. personally do not. It's different if it's like, I don't know, a work setting and the relationship is naturally grown over time. But I'm not coming out to a restaurant meeting you today and being like, oh my God, that was a great conversation. Let me take your number. I don't trust shit like that. People are doing it. And, espe- and especially I, now, I feel like now, I feel like now with, young, with the younger generation, I feel like sa- accessibility is different. You see, okay. So now when I speak, when I, I speak say that I don't think this is just the younger generation. And I think this is why I was going to ask you, I know we've got a question, but I was going to actually ask you guys, um, being in a long-term relationship with social media, I think is a problem for me, right? <laughs> he says, he says his hand goes in the air, guys. And the reason why I think it is a problem is because before the grass really wasn't green on the other side, you literally focused on water in your grass where it was because you couldn't see much, right? You might have compared yourself to your little brethren when you woke, when you got around and she's like, my man took me this and my man's doing this. And then you might go home and think, oh shit, I'm sitting on the couch and my man ain't doing shit. He's watching, he plays his game all day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm here. Do you see me? And that was about it, but you kind of right, got over it. <laughs> yeah. But now there is, there is memes, there is this, there is that, there is this. And I mean, I personally, all we got to do is look at Derek, Derek Jackson, who was the, the, the epitome of a man to people. Yet him and his woman are in trouble. I don't care what nobody tells me, that relationship is sick, right? So we've got trust issues. We've already got trust issues. This is making it worse now, right? Plus, we're now doing this whole, I need this type of relationship because I can see it and it's there not really ever processing the fact that we're just seeing a snapshot. 100%. So I love, I'm following City Breaks right now. And he's like, listen, I'm the guy that tweets at night in my wife's arms, like this is the most amazing thing. And all of you retweet it because now you want to be married. But I'm also the guy that's about to tell you, listen, marriage is not a bed of roses. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes for a lot of women, mm-hmm. marriage is like an end goal, as if it's the end, as if I've achieved something, mm-hmm. as if I've become, become something, but we're not willing to build, right? We're actually, and, and we're not actually willing 
to build and put the time, energy, effort into a relationship because we're living in a microwave society. 110%. Me, I'm fortunate enough in a sense, I don't really use social media. So when Facebook and all those things came out, mm. I made a very conscious decision. It wasn't going to be a good thing for me. Right. So I've always steered clear of any of it. And there's your wife on it. She does, yeah. She's and how it. are you about that? Fine, like that's her thing. When I say fine, okay, let me let me let me let me rephrase. Mm. Like, if used responsibly, I haven't got an issue. My only issue with social media is when I feel like you spend too much time watching what everybody's doing and it's hurting your self-esteem. Right, but now that's also, my biggest thing. I love that, but also I might post a picture. You know, my man's already seen me, he already knows I look good. Mm-hmm. He ain't telling me I look good because they do that too. They don't They don't sometimes like to tell us we look good when they do. But three weeks down the line, they'll say, oh, by the way, when you had that hair and that outfit, I looked great. Oh, thanks for letting me know three weeks later, right? But at the time, he isn't telling me that. Now, you know, it might, might be the time of the month. I might be just feeling shit. Now, I post that picture on social media and guess what? I've got a bag of men, particularly a same guy, right? He's always there to give me the words of encouragement. <laughs> he, he's pretending to <laughs> Always there to give me that word of encouragement. Always there to say, you look amazing. Always there to ask me about my life. All right. You see it? <laughs> he's driving out of here, guys. I feel this is a problem. No, it's a huge problem. And I feel like, again, you know, it comes down to, like you said, it is a micro society, right? Um, and I feel it's, I got, friends in a very in very similar situations where even what they're putting out on social media that's not the real you mm. and i know it because i'm close to you that's not what you're like that's not how you behave that's not your car that's not your house right that's not your girlfriend yeah mm. so when you do let's say you attract a person in that scenario mm. when she really finds out what's going on she's not going to hang around for long because she's with you on the basis of what you've maybe posted, what you're saying you're doing. And again, it always comes back to self. Like me personally, I don't feel the desire to have to do those things because of how I feel about myself. Mm. Like it's not gonna make a difference to me. Does that make sense? Mm-mm-mm. But for some people, it makes all the difference. Right, and that's the thing, their life, whole, their whole life. Right, and then and then this, this is also what kind of builds the fear when it comes down to the fear of the commitment. So it's like, I can be this person on social media Actually, I don't really have it together. So how can I maintain a relationship when it's all been sold on a line? Right. But the, also, the thing is, in the flip side of that, mm-hmm. yeah, I might not be paying attention to that attention, okay. right? But, you know, people are persistent, especially on social media. They are just who they are. So they could just be attracted to the way that I look, attracted to the way that I dance. Oh, my God, they think she's an amazing speaker. So they comment on every video, every picture. Every, I might not ever give them... Anything different to what I give people that I genuinely care about. Like, thank you. Thanks for the support. But now I can't be on social media because men are looking at me. Again, like for me personally. This is the type of problems that people are dealing with. Yeah, 100%. But again, it really comes down to knowing yourself. Mm. Because realistically, in that situation, like plenty of women, they're they're saying outwardly, oh, it's just a friend, don't worry about it. But they love it. That's another thing as well. A lot of the women on social media who are posting all these pictures, they love the attention. And maybe, yes, you might say, well, he's not giving me attention. So that's not an excuse. Mm. But women generally like attention. 
No, 100%. And there's ways, there's, there's to me personally, there's ways of getting the right kind of attention. Like if I'm in a relationship and I know what I'm posting is going to provoke Effect, a reaction. Right. Sometimes you, you guys are doing it to provoke a reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, he don't tell me I look good. Let me post this. These guys are going to so tell me I look good. And now he's in, he might make a comment. But more often than not, the comment and the interaction is going to be negative. Because mm. now I don't like what you've done to get the attention. And guess what? Come back to playing this game. I know you're playing the game, so I'm vexed. Right. You're, now you're not being authentic. So again, it boils down to just being authentic 100%. all the way through. Kirsty, you had a question. Um, okay, we're going to get ready to wrap up soon. This chat has gone on so good, and I feel like we're just scraping the surface. We need a part two. Um, we definitely are going to have a part two. But I just think, um, I think what we're saying is, is very healthy to know this is what i've just seen pop up once you get a man how do we keep him sorry until sorry that's what i'm gonna ask as well because when you spoke earlier you were saying about single people but i noticed that there's some married women in the room there's mm -hmm. women that are in relationships and sometimes like the way that it's been spoken about is like i just want that man yeah, so then you get the man, and then it's like, okay, then I want him to marry me. Then you get married. But then there's something that we have to put in keeping that marriage alive. And that's why, like, for me, the game is life because, you know, as a mother, I was very creative. As a, when I went to a workplace, I was very creative. So to me, I would have to create something in the relationship. But it, it feels like sometimes we're seeing it like we've reached and there's no maintaining or bringing flavor. To that relationship. That's what I feel. So, yeah, sometimes you're in a marriage, but it's a dead marriage because there's no mm -hmm. growth in there. You know what I mean? So, how do we keep a man, people? Okay, you to answer as a married man, and I want you to answer as, oh, we got a shower coming up. <laughs> you better bring the juice, honey. And I want you to ask, answer as a single man. I'm just going to mute you for a second, honey, and then I'll, you can unmute. Yeah. How has your wife managed to keep you engaged, interested, and you can be honest, you can say you lost interest and you wavered and you came back or whatever. Do you know what? It's, again, it's really come back down to me. Mm -hmm. It's like, let's say for an instance, we've talked about like sex as an example, right? Mm -hmm. When you're in a relationship, everything's exciting, it's bubbling, emotions are running high, physically you're like, wow, she's amazing. He's, she's like, wow, he's amazing. Things like that naturally happen more organically. They happen mm -hmm. more naturally. Just like saying, your hormones are, are, are going, are raging and going mad, right? Me personally, I've experienced all of that. I've experienced getting to the point where that's not even on my mind. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just say we don't think that men get to that point. No, I'm like, no, that's <laughs> which is absolutely crazy because maybe I don't know. I don't think I'm, I'm an anomaly. I think this is something that a lot of guys go through, and a lot of my circle. Are, are married men mm. so i know for a fact that we laugh and joke sometimes about playing dead i am not believing yeah. no 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 no, 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 no. yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah right. you see that attention thing yeah. yeah i can only speak for me i don't know if other women feel the same but if my man doesn't want to have sex with me that is it you may as well leave that's mm. what i mean i got some very kind of manly ways a bit yeah i've really got some manly ways but my point is you may as well leave because I have deep-rooted connections with people, right? So I have quality conversation. I have great engagement and all of this stuff. So what separates us sometimes is the fact that we can have that 
other level of connection the other level and so uh when we're not connecting like that boy is something wrong with me no for me personally again i went from being the person who would be exactly in those shoes like actually wait you don't want it yeah like what's going on this this should be almost like it's part of the contract no mm-hmm. like is this not part of the contract but actually what you realize is that what i realize is that you see when real life really started to take me yeah when we, when we had children when like if it's my employment status might have changed her employment status might have changed yeah. all these things that are you know all these things that are responsibilities that are coming to life mm. and i'm like i'm actually tired <laughs> like no or i'm actually not even in the 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 space like psychologically or emotionally to get to deal with that but very simply the seeds of for for, for managing and coping with that had already been sown so i can have the conversation and say babe i'm tired today maybe tomorrow oh my dude you see that i was crying to my pillow (laughs) no but no but i was crying to my pillow no but no but you know and i I hear that what did you say? <laughs> yeah, to a woman. That's what it is. And you know what? Especially if I'm going to talk for myself, right? Especially if I'm in the season of feeling unattractive. Do you understand? So if I'm in that season, like for instance, or you brought it up, and I think that for women, a major change happens when we have children. Major. Right. This is the thing. When I think, particularly after Camille, do you remember? I think every day I said I'm fat and ugly. Every single day. There was nobody that could tell me no different. I was fat and very ugly. Everything was fat and ugly. Oh, that's fat and ugly. Don't take no picture. I just, I didn't want to go anywhere because I was fat and ugly. Now I think, oh my God, that is so unattractive. Like that alone is unattractive, right? But you couldn't tell me to be quiet about what I was feeling. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? So I feel that, and then if the relationship breaks down after that, guess what? It's because I'm fat and ugly. Do you see what I'm trying to say? But I don't feel like I could have helped how I felt. I hear what you're saying. And I think, I feel like every relationship goes through that kind of stage but i think it's just the transparency and openness is is key Mm. so in my situation if i was feeling that like that or my wife was feeling that way she would express it Mm. and that might not always be like verbally i might pick up on the body language i might see her trying something on and she's huffing and puffing and and three four dresses down the line she's still the whole wardrobe on the bed okay and i'm seeing (laughs) and i might it might be i might see the tears i might see the frustration Mm. and within that it's like how am I going to react? Right. How am I going to approach that situation? Is she going to be left just to be in her thoughts and feel like, well, he ain't said nothing. Mm. He hasn't reacted or behaved in any kind of way. It must be true. This is where the communication comes into play. Do you know what I'm saying to you? So the, the people are saying you're very attentive. So you're paying attention to your wife. Do you that's understand? A, that's key. But I think in my experience, that comes from self-work. So for me, when I'm dating a person who has a deep, intimate relationship with themselves, I know. Because I think people have this illusion that self-work is selfish. It is. It's a very selfish... Do you want some water? Can you get more, please? Um, It's very selfish, as in it is selfish. It's It's a relationship with me versus me. However, if 
by me being so selfish, I can pay attention to you. Do you understand? I have more energy for you because now I am more aware of how I would feel in that situation. And would I want to be left sitting there? Would I need encouragement at that time? Would I like to be nurtured at that time? And I think that sometimes this is why I always encourage the self-work. This is why I always encourage that level of authenticity. This is why I always say, have a relationship with you. Because a lot of even this conversation, I've done it like this on purpose, by the way, is playing devil's advocate. Because ultimately, we are looking for something. As if we need it. Do you understand? Right. As if when we get that, it's going to change our life. When we're in that situation, it's going to change our life. And to be honest, the only person that's going to change your damn life is you. 100%. And I think that's a real, that's a powerful point you make. See, my thing, uh, and I think even my wife's thing, is that she's an enhancement. Come on. I'm an enhancement. Mm. But she's good without me. Come on. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of key. And that's attractive to me. Does that make sense? And I love that that's attractive to you because I find that that in me is intimidating. I don't think I've ever been with a guy that doesn't know my G. I'm good, you know? It's like, you know, like, I'm good. Yeah. And it's not that I want you to leave. It's not that I don't want you to be a part of this, but recognize and understand I know who I am. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to be here for me. doesn't understand, maybe you've just never been with a guy that's just well and truly good with himself. Love that. 100%. But the thing is, this is where we're getting hurt more. And I know, because we only plus, we only attract plus and minus three of ourselves, right? But I'm the type of woman where I'm giving you everything. I'm not, before, yeah, I don't like vulnerable, so mm -mm, I weren't giving you nothing that meant you could really see, right? But now I don't care to get hurt. I don't actually care to give you everything because I'm not coming into a situation unless I'm willing to give you everything. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't matter if it lasts or it doesn't. Do you understand? Because ultimately, I am not going to sleep at night and disappoint in my damn self. 100%. And that's key. So, I'm you not... know, even if that situation doesn't work out, mm. you are authentic. It's actually potentially easier for Come me on. To, be able to, to be able to live within yourself in that situation. And I think that's what people are scared to do. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? We don't recognize how in our present, we're living in our past because I can't do this because when I did that before this happened, I can't be that because when I did that, let me tell you, I'm going to love the next guy that I'm with or the current guy that I'm with the same way that I love the last guy that I'm with, regardless to whether it worked out or not, because ultimately it is me choosing to give of myself. Do you understand? And I know for me personally, that has come from being hurt. That has come from being vulnerable. That has come from recognizing that real love, real relationships, there is no cap. Do you understand? I'm not good. I don't just give my children this. I give them everything. I don't just give my family that. I give them everything. So why do I not have the same energy for anybody that I want to be in a relationship with? Oh, because they could potentially hurt me. No, I'm good. I'm going to serve. And if it means that a part of that relationship means I'm hurt, then guess what? That was a lesson I'm supposed to get. And I'm okay with that. And I sometimes think that when we come from broken relationships, we don't allow ourselves to get to that place. We are holding ourselves in hostage to, but this could possibly be like that. And that could possibly be. And I'm like, 
it can be whatever you want it to be, but you got to be willing to have that courage. You got to be willing to take that risk. I am willing to be naked. And when I say naked, not just physically, I'm talking emotionally, spiritually, mentally. If we're going to be together, we need to connect on all of those levels and we can't get there if I'm guarded. Manifest. Yeah. Pauline said, why am I shouting? Charlene, I know you've come to the stage, babes. What have you got to say? Char, are you there? My God, no! Um, what I was gonna say was kind of in response to your, what your mom said. I think that a lot of it has to do with the examples that we've been set and the teaching that we've incurred throughout our lives, which helps to manifest what our expectations are. Um, and often, if you haven't seen the right examples or you've seen broken relationships, um, your desire for certain things. Sorry, my son is calling. I don't know who. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, your your desire for your desire is sometimes for the wrong things. Right. Um. And I think that life. Right. Okay, son. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I love it. I don't apologize. <laughs> something I love that and I agree and I know that me and you have had a conversation and one of the points that us two spoke about as friends was are our, are our expectations too high because of the role models that we've got do you understand so it's like our dads have done an amazing job at making us know our self-worth making us know our self-value and we've watched the way that they treat people that they love or the way that their love is just like endless yet we attract dickhead in a way so it's like are we are we is our bar too high and i know that for a lot of women they question that because again i'm willing to give i'm willing to come in a hundred but it feels like i'm not the woman that wants the marriage do you understand i'm not the woman that wants the child i don't have an end goal but i want us to grow together and now it feels like, but I'm growing. And the minute that I'm growing, you're like, I'm out. Or I just don't get the respect. And you know, there's this level of conversation where it says a woman needs to be loved and a man needs to be respected. And they're two very different things. And I think that sometimes because a man wants to feel that level of respect, right? They don't recognize how much we need to be loved. Especially when I want to put this in quotes, I don't even like to say this, but I want to say it for the space of this room. When you're that strong black woman, when you're that strong black woman, why do you need love? Well, or how do you love? Mm, no, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting point. I think the same way that you're kind of saying these things have been influenced by 
your role models and so on and so forth it's, it's like no different for a male does that make sense mm. like, so for me I, my family members who have worked multiple jobs or being mum and dad mm. I might not necessarily always see that as being attractive does that make sense it right. might not always be necessar- necessarily something that is attracted to me and sometimes mm. I find that a lot of us look outside of that for what's attractive and what's, what's going to make us happy right. especially within within our community so we want something that's going to be a polar opposite because mm. that's not feminine that's, right. not, that's not being a woman I want my woman to be maybe dainty and, yeah, this, yeah, that, and yeah. does that make you sense you want to check me up in the air no, just, <laughs> no but just, do you see where I'm coming from it's like yeah, some, yeah, yeah. sometimes sometimes that, that environment and the things that we see and grow up in as children sometimes you want to get away from that right does that make All sense the it's, way it's, away it's, from it. it's not always necessarily what's going to influence you like positively mm. sometimes you just think like no, this isn't for me. I, I, I want something completely different. Does that make sense? And in my case, like I said, when I looked at, you know, my dad and the way he conducted himself, I made the decision to be completely different. Some people go the opposite way and that, that could be their own. That could mm. be the guy that say, yeah, my mom would be just like him. I got enough kids. You see what I'm saying to you? So you've got to find something that comes back to self. Yeah. You've got to find something within yourself mm. and make that choice. And that could be about being around different people going outside your comfort zone and making different friends. Mm. For me, it was moving the environment, leaving where I'd grown up and seeing the things that I'd seen to take the plunge and say, you know what? I trust this woman. Mm. Like, I love this woman. I'm going to make a change. And from there, that's where the seed was planted for me to grow. Love that. I love that. We're going to wrap up. Just before we do, just on that last point, it just led me to think of, I heard my sons talking not too long ago. And... They kind of said something along the lines of they're not going to be with a black woman. And I was heartbroken. That, is that wasn't necessarily sense. him, but it was along the lines of, you know, we're too hard, we're miserable, we're this, we're that. And straight away, I thought, oh my God, that's me. Do you understand? I didn't, I'm in a different level of space in my life. So it wasn't like, that's anybody else I was like that is me right and it hurt me because I I feel like they can date whoever they want they can marry whoever they want in <laughs> Leon's face is twisted out all over the side <laughs> right but for me I don't want them to hate their self do you understand I don't want them to hate the black woman. I don't want them to not love the black woman because being a black woman, I already think the world hates her. Do you understand? All right, but can I tell you this? So for me, mm. sometimes that feeling is very much a reflection of yourself. Does that make oh, sense? hundred So when I'm saying, and if I'm saying, I don't want to be with a black woman because of X, Y, and Z, mm. I'm looking in the mirror. Right. Does that make sense? Sometimes it's a, if that's, a, that's a projection. I'm mm. looking at me and I'm saying, well, that's frightening, that's scary. Like maybe I don't love me yeah. for, for being black. Yeah. And that's a big thing within our community, right? Like I was with friends um, at the weekend, and two sisters, right? Mm. One is fairer skinned, mm-hmm. yeah? And one is darker skinned. And when they talk about the treatment that, that, that they receive, like an auntie coming and picking them, one of them up at Christmas to take them to do shopping and leaving the darker skinned one at home and saying, mm-hmm. I'll come and get you soon. And that never happening. Mm. And now you fast forward and you see, oh, wow, this is why their relationship now as as, as siblings mm-hmm. is is affected. Do you see what I'm saying to you? Yes. And my whole thing is this, as a, as a young black boy growing up, like I was that kid, like 
it was white girls for yeah. me because that was almost the, the, the image of, of acceptance. Right. That was almost like I've arrived. If I can be with a white girl, mm. deep within my soul, I've been accepted. Does that make sense? Yes. So that is very much a, a, a case of self. And it's only with learning and growing within myself and getting a better understanding of myself. And that includes my culture and where I sit within the culture that I started to feel like actually exactly what I want is someone who looks like me because she understands me. She gets me. And this is not to say you shouldn't, you shouldn't marry outside your yeah. race. That's obviously a personal choice. But for me, I feel like from my experiences as a black male, no one can love me like a black woman. Very simple. Love that. That's just my experience. Anything to say? My mum would go with me. Fair enough for me. I just, I think a lot, I think what Leon said about just even like dating white girls growing up and stuff about the acceptance and not only that, the social acceptance, you know, like being in that, you know, you'd, you'd arrived or, you know, mm. the the morale you'd get from the, the man them or you, you understand so but also for me I just always knew that I would that's never where I would end and again I think that while this is damaging the black family is because like I can talk from my personal experience although the area we live in now seems very mixed actually very mixed predominantly mixed I would say at that time, there was, you could count the black people in the school, yeah, right? And when you got to be around black people, it was like the family parties or the whatever, right? And a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to my friend and we were talking about insecurities and he's a guy and he was like, well, you know what? You wouldn't have certain insecurities because you've been desired from a young age. And I was like, what? I said, me? I said, I was not desired, right? Because when you're in that situation where you're surrounded by the, the all of the other people, you are literally that person where you feel like you are lost. Do you understand? So as much as you hate yourself already, or as much as you might be battling with yourself already, the same people that you're willing to go hard for, the same people that you're willing to root for, are making you feel less than because they're out here desiring everything else. Now we grow up and we understand, okay, like what you just said, and what I understand for myself, it was my own lack of acceptance, right? But now we're damaged as a result of it. Yeah, we're damaged as a result of it. And so now you're trying to nurture that, right? We grow our own hair. If you understand the process of a black woman growing and maintaining her hair when she's working out every day, it's a lot, okay? So we will put on a weave or we will put on extensions because it's protective styling. It's not because we, we still hate ourselves, it's not that. It's because we love ourselves so much and we recognize how valuable our hair is that we need to protect it. But now there's this whole, why are you wearing a bonnet? I'm wearing a bonnet because when I go to sleep, <laughs> my hair gets dry. And so I feel like as much as we're improving, are we actually having a quality conversation to understand each other? And you see, I would say no, because for me, the perception is 
when we're talking about acceptance, mm. like from the black male's perspective, mm. a black male might look at that and say, she's saying X, Y, and Z, but she doesn't accept herself because she's trying to look like something else. And that's not, and you see what I'm trying to say? And that's not I'm necessarily saying, true. I'm just saying, when you're in it, mm. like my, like my wife is all natural. Right. She used to have her, have her hair straightened and whatnot, and now she's got she's got her natural hair, her, mm. her hair's you know, curly, and she's comfortable in that skin. But there was a point when having the straight hair was, was, more, was, was, the, was more desirable. And mm. even for me as a male, the transition that it took for her to go from straight to curly was like, well, I'm not sure, yeah. but I'm going to back you because it's what you want to do for yourself. Does mm. that make sense? And these are sometimes the things that we're kind of struggling, and we, we must also remember that some of these things are by design. Come on. So when you talk about playing the game, there is also a game that sometimes we are in that, that we do not realise we are, we are playing. We are not playing the game consciously. Mm. So when you're fighting against me and I'm fighting against you, and we feel like there's a lack of communication and a, and a lack of understanding, we haven't learned how to communicate with each other in the right way. Right. Does that make sense? Other people from outside have told us how, what, to, how to communicate, mm. what to feel about each other, why the black man does this, why the black woman does that. Have you ever had a conversation with your black man and your black woman and asked those questions? Right. And this is why I feel like it's important because guess what? Tanya, I've always been into hair. I'm dope at hair. But really knowing how to take care of my hair, my textured hair, mm -hmm. guess when I learned? In 2020. Right. It's 2021. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. And I'm still learning. It is fresh. I didn't know that everybody could have long hair. You either had good, good hair as a black person with a good texture or you had the, the picky hair. Yeah. I wasn't, there's so much levels of learning to accept ourselves that is new. So it's one thing us talking about self as in our mindset, you know, our spirituality, our emotions, and our, but self as a consciousness from where we were created from, from the design of the influences against us. I just feel that I'm gonna actually wrap it up on this point because I know we could go in all day. But I just feel that that's a real conversation that we need to start having. Because one thing that I think is, especially if, say, you're a black man and you don't have hair, right? But you like black women. I'm not coming for you. <laughs> right? You don't understand. You don't understand the journey. You do not understand why we've got to have it in doo-doo plaques. You understand? You don't understand why... I think the problem is the fact that they're called doo-doo. Right. <laughs> but also, like, through lockdown, I was in my yard. I was in my house. Why am I prettying up my hair? But I get it, but I do want to look good for my man. But at the same time, if my hair could be in protective styling and my doo-doo packs, I'm sorry, I'm not waking up and beating my face and combing out my hair and da, 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 to then go to bed at night and put it back in the same eight doo-doo packs. Do you understand? So my thing is, let us start to extend this conversation. So we're not just talking about like, what we're able to like manifest and create, but who we are at the core, can males and females seriously start to have that conversation because damage has been caused on purpose and we know it's been caused on purpose. And we're quick to sit down at a table and chop up with our friends about how much damage there is, but how many conversations are we willing to have on healing that damage, do you understand? On understanding that damage and actually helping each other come to a place where it's like we're going to elevate together you understand well the beauty of it is i feel like we're initiating these conversations mm. and i'm really hopeful that this is a dialogue that we can continue yeah so hoping i can come back at some stage of course you're and, always welcome and, and, and share some ideas and, and and learn and and you know grow with the group yes so i really enjoyed 
this opportunity. So thank you very much. Thank you so much for being here. Any last questions in the room or anything that anybody wants to say before we head out? Honestly, the room has been popping. There have been so much of you in and out. I don't think I've seen so many people in the shape the room and i'm grateful and we a thousand percent are going to continue this conversation next week wednesday we're going to have more males in the room we're going to have um more questions more topics more understanding i am passionate about people in general about people being their best self period um and if you know me you know that i've invested and i will continue to invest a lot of that time in women and i just want to say why originally i had a passion for young people and I still have a passion for young people, but I recognize it didn't matter how much work we were doing with them, if they were going home to a toxic environment or where that energy wasn't supported, then it was almost like the work was irrelevant. So I was like, yo, we got to go to the women because the world pumps that it's a man's world, it's a man's world, it's a man's world. But actually, the woman is carrying the children. The woman is bringing them into the world. The woman is giving birth to them. So her mindset, her thinking, her mentality, her emotions, all of that is being passed down, whether we know it or not. And then we are living as a product of that until we decide to take another conscious journey. So I've gone on a journey of investing in women for years. And based on the conversation that happened last week in this room, where Junior just spoke, you know, and family conversations we've been having for a very long time. Um, my parents, my siblings, we did a live a couple of years ago. And just the honesty, the openness, the transparency, of the space that we created, this is something that we've wanted to continue for a long time. And so as of last week, I opened all my doors to males. So males can access my 5am club, you can access my coaching, you can access the conversation, you can be a part of the community because we cannot build a community with one sex, we can't. Our children need to see examples of us leading building, nurturing, connecting, pumping each other up so that we can change what we are all not happy with and we can have impact and influences in the places that matter. So I'm extending this invitation to everybody. Yes, there is a fee for it because what you get is priceless. And also a part of that, we are actually building a community. We are actually putting down money to buy a building so that we can not only continue these conversations, but create programs and plans to make stuff happen. So that is what's happening. If you want more details, you can contact me and let me know. To Leon, thank you so much for being here. For my son contributing, thank you. To Junior, thank you for being here. If there's anybody that wants to ask or say anything before we leave, Please feel free to. Yeah. Or y'all quiet. Um, sorry, people messaging and just saying that they had a lot of questions. Um, you have there was just so much food in the room and they had some questions and points. So yeah, it's great that you're gonna keep it open because sometimes people have got stuff that they would like to say. The conversation's moving so quickly, you know. So yeah, there are people that have some questions and some points, so maybe they wanna Yes, please make a note of any questions that you have and please forward them to me because we will answer them. It's just so much goes on so quick and it's so juicy, but I've still got loads of questions that we didn't answer and we absolutely will create the space to answer them with different people continuing the conversation. So thank you so much. Anything else before we leave? No? Okay. We out, guys. Have an awesome day. And this will be out on the podcast. So if you missed it, you can catch up later. 
and feel free to join me tomorrow morning at 7.30 a.m. We will be kickstarting your morning right here in Clubhouse and you can join the conversation again. Have a great evening and thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Special